Bard Rock Cafe is brought to you by SassyGamers.com and viewers like you. Links to Sassy Gamers, our Patreon, and our social media accounts can be found in the show notes. Welcome back, everybody, to Session 2 of our Adventures in the Forgotten Realms. Magic the Gathering, Dungeons and Dragons crossover adventure extraordinaire session. Uh, last time, we introduced everybody and went through the first of three dungeon cards that Magic the Gathering is releasing as part of the new set that is Dungeons and Dragons themed. It was the Lost Minds of Vandelder. This week, we have the Tomb of Annihilation card, which is going to be just a blast for everybody involved. So, Everybody, go ahead and introduce yourselves again and your character, and then we'll jump right in. Zynum, go ahead. Hey guys, I'm Zynum. Um, today I'm going to be playing Akrama, the Merfolk Warlock, whose big call to fame during last session was getting a wand from 10 feet in water. So, hoping for some more aquatic shenanigans this time around, but something tells me I'll be, I'll be hung dry, as one would say. Ralph. Uh, hi, I'm Ralph. Uh, I am playing Drusilla, the uh, Twilight Domain Cleric, and I do mean Twilight literally. Uh, her Bible is the entire saga of books written by Stefano Major, completely no relation to a real-life author for copyright reasons. But um, yeah, she's just looking for the, the right man or, or woman to bite her and join the throes of undead vampires and have a good time. Outstanding. Uh, Puffs. I'm Puffs from Crater Magic, and I'm playing Umbra, your favorite shadow monk that uh, wears the mask and punches the bats. Notable achievements last time was uh, throwing all the rocks that were meant to be raining down above us at the big bad. Hito. Hi, uh, I'm Hitosha. I don't have anything to plug. Uh, I am playing Chanzox, a, a little goblin whose claim to fame last time was uh, splitting one threat into two and then uh, just getting out of some darkness just in time to not join the fight. <laughs> it's, it's not your fault, man. Uh, coach. Hi, um, I am J-Row, the Unsummoned Skull. I have my own server, the Skull Symbol, as well as uh, nightly streams on twitch.tv backslash Unsummoned Skull. Working on a couple of video series, and I have the Court of Arms podcast. Tonight, I'm Erinan. She is a an artificer who has a little, uh, little wandering cauldron that uh, she accidentally animated, which got her kicked out of the, uh, the alchemy uh, guild. Her claims to fame last time were uh, first boiling the jelly alive, and then uh, once that was nice, good, and boiled and cooked, because who doesn't love things cooked with a little bit of fire? Uh, well, they happened to uh, get blinded and blindly hit a statue repeatedly until it almost uh, crushed everybody, but killed the bad guy, which is the important part. All right, and I am Kenny. I am the dungeon master for this little jaunt. I am also the dungeon master for the Bard Rock Cafe podcast. You can find us on iTunes and all podcast platforms. So please check us out when you get a chance. With that, let's go ahead and jump right in. As you guys finish the first dungeon, Madam Ava watches you come back to consciousness in her tent. And you're standing exactly where you were before. And it's no time has really passed. It was just this waking dream that you experienced. And this wry grin spreads across her face as she says, I hope you're ready, because that was only the beginning. Here is the next step in your future journeys. She flips over the next card, 
the Tomb of Annihilation card. And just like before, without really any time to regain your footing or to orient yourself back to where you are, feel yourself snatched again into that waking dream, that vision state that you are in, and you watch as you're sailing on a ship coming into port and a giant dragon turtle emerges from the water and the captain of the ship pays it just this obscene amount of gold to get past it. You watch as you're in a, a shaded room and you're talking with a woman who smells like lavender and death and you see bits of necrosis creeping out from where her clothing covers her skin. You see yourself trudging through the forest and running from strange creatures and undead monsters. You see a dragon in the mountains, a floating hammer, a lost village, snake men surrounding their leader who is also rotting and dying as he lives. You are in Chult. Your characters would know that there is a curse, and everyone who has previously been revived, they, they are slowly dying. If you have ever been resurrected in the past, that is slowly undoing itself, until eventually they die again. And more concerning, the nature of this strange curse that has taken over the entire world, resurrection magic has stopped. Anyone that dies, stays dead. And throughout your adventures in Schult, you've tracked down where the curse originates from, and you find yourselves being led past all the snake men to a large opening beyond their, their feigned dungeon. And as you pass a strange obelisk with writing on it, you see sharp cliff faces, half of which is covered in dense, heavy greenery foliage. To the right, you see a narrow opening heading deeper into the mountain. You have reached the first room of the card, the trapped entrance. What would you like to do? Gee, I wonder if this room is trapped. Hmm. Yeah, oh, it who's going to check for traps? <laughs> <laughs> I will glance at it and look at it sternfully. There, whatever traps were present will be intimidated by my murfulky stare, my empty black eyes. That's how the, that's how traps work, right? Roll an intimidation. Roll intimidation. Just do it. I want to see what you roll. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I get to learn what my... Oh, that's charisma. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, just gonna double check to make sure, and I roll a seven to try and scare the trap into not springing on us as we walk over it. The trap laughs at you. Wait, the trap laughed? <laughs> I've heard stories of this before. I'm gonna turn on my detect magic demonic sight. Demonic sight? Uh, the Eldritch Invocation Eldritch Sight, where I can cast uh, detect magic at will without expending a spell slot. Oh, sure. Umbro's eyes are just going to kind of glow from beyond their mask as they peer into the room. Okay. Uh, as you're looking around, you don't see anything magical in the room. All right, well, Umbro will thumbs up the rest of the party. Because, you know, in their mind, if it's not a magic trap, it's not worth worrying about. Oh, dear. Um... I mean, what's the worst that could happen? A trap so bad it kills one of us? Uh-huh. <laughs> Pretty oh, sure that's how traps are designed. Uh, Drusilla's going to use her her big round eyes to try and look for any way around whatever tr- kind of trap this is. Okay, so as you examine just everywhere around this entrance, go ahead and just give me a perception check. Okie dokie. Uh, that is a 17. Okay, so as you're inspecting this entrance, what you see in the entrance itself, you see looking up above, so there's a short tunnel that ends with a slab of worked stone. The edges are marked by relief carvings of grinning skulls, and four lines engraved at the center of the slab cross one another to form a star. There is cavities cut into the door, there are eight in all, but as you look above you and behind you a little bit, you see that there is a massive stone block that looks ready to descend, and you see in those relief carvings of grinning skulls, there are tiny little nozzles inside them, 
that looked like they would dispel like some gas. Yeah, like nozzles that would spray something. So, as you gas step holes outside, is something that's gonna fall. Yeah. Okay. Furthermore, I deal with the gas. You're not. I'm but, not done yet. Okay. Sorry. From the outside, you notice off to the left there is that heavy foliage kind of covering the leftmost cliff face. Uh, you see behind it what looks to be another cavern. Ooh. Just another cavern? Perhaps. Yeah. A safe entrance, maybe. I don't think there is a safe entrance. If you don't mind, if I were to, say, turn on the light from our last encounter's wonderful weapon, Lightbringer, and use that darkness that it casts, you know, kind of know how, like, when you turn on a light, shadows kind of retreat. Sure. I'm going to shadow step to the other side of the room past the entrance to see if there's any way to kind of safely disarm the trap from the other side. Maybe there's, like, a light switch that just says off that Umbra can switch <laughs> off for you guys. Okay, so you're going in the first, in the entrance, or the, the foliage-covered cave? I'm going to use shadow step to kind of it's I'm teleporting past the doorway, sixty feet to the other side of the room, against the wall. So you'll see Umbra just kind of walk towards one wall, put their hand on it, and then kind of phase into the darkness and out of the darkness on the other wall inside the first room, and just kind of take a look around. Okay, so you're actually going past the the doorway with the eight symbols on it. Yeah, I figure if I can teleport past the doorway and the doorway is the problem, maybe I can find a way to fix the problem past the doorway. Okay. So immediately on getting into past this doorway, mm -hmm. you take a breath. Oh, that sounds stupid. And <laughs> <laughs> breathing his first mistake. Your whole body just burns. Like it is on like not literal fire, but like mm -hmm. piercing acidic poisonous paint. And you take two rolls? Yeah, you take ten points of acid damage and eleven points of poison damage. I'm going to walk right back out. Okay. That's rude. <laughs> Shout out right back out. So that was 10 and 11 for a total of 21, correct? Yes. Damn. So that puts me at that much. However, right. you did say you were taking a look around, so go ahead and give me a perception check. Okay. My perception. <laughs> While you're here, and after you've already taken, taken the initiation, you might as well you know, take a look around, see what's around here. Oh yeah, that was the whole point. I'm sure that that happened while I was breathing. Like an <laughs> idiot. Um, wow, that, don't hit that often. I rolled a 16 for my perception. Okay, so what you see, it is a 10 by 10 room with no other entrances or exits. It is just filled with this poisonous, noxious gas. Oh. Um, and you do see the other side of those nozzles. Oh, like, I can turn them off? Sort of the other side of those nozzles? Or if like, you would, if you would like to... Take a minute to investigate how to deactivate them. Sure. Wouldn't he, he take? Would he be taking damage while he's doing that? You don't know. I don't know. <laughs> that, That's very true. That very much sounds like we'll never see him again. We'll just see him or see them just kind of vanish from existence and then just never come back. As he takes three seconds to think about, huh? How does this turn off? <coughs> <coughs> Man, I'm just gonna. Drusilla is just gonna call to Umbra. Um, maybe we should check out the 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 covered entrance. This looks like a dead end. Yeah, yeah, literally I'm dead. Already, I'm, I'm already back outside. I kind of pull okay. off the mask and relieve myself of the poison in a bush. Sure. Rainbow color is sort of anime very, styles. Very fair. Yeah. Um, I, I give you a pat on the back and like, you okay, buddy? Do you need any help? Uh, it's just kind of like... My lungs are filling with blood, thanks. 
they kind of um, adjust the mask so you can't see, wipe the stuff off the chin and like plug it into the dirt and just kind of like try to put their body in between you and the, you know, refuge pile, whatever word you want to use to right, show right. that like it was not good. Do you want a spot of healing? I could maybe... I'm gonna shake my head yes to that. Okay, okay. Drusilla is gonna just bop you with... Yeah, she's just gonna give you a level two healing word. Um, so that's... That's ten points. Okay. That's awesome. Alright. Yeah, there you go, there you go. Let's check out the other... Let's... Uh, she just goes to move the foil of the foliage back. Limp over there, trying to save any form of, you know, grace that I have. Sure. Alright, she pokes her head into the other tunnel. Okay, so you clear away the, the foliage a little bit. It is very overgrown, mm-hmm. whereas the other entrance is kept clean, and you do see an identical door at the end of this one, but with nine indentations. Oh, oh dear. I was... Oh, oh. Which, okay. I will say, and this is on me, you guys would have, in your travels through Chult, have heard of the Nine Trickster Gods. Oh? oh um, can I make a religion roll about them? Sure. See, yeah, parse something interesting about that might help us. That's 15? Okay. So the Trickster Gods were false gods that were worshipped in Chult for a long time. You, looking at the indentations, each one is a representation of the Trickster Gods. Each Trickster God also seems to represent... There is a neutral trickster god and a chaotic good trickster god. Each of them has a mm-hmm. an alignment that is their signature. And you would also know that it's strange that the neutral trickster god was missing from the other door. Okay, yeah. Well, can Drusilla kind of get in further down the tunnel and see again if the same trap mechanisms are going on here? Uh, you do not see the skulls on either side of the door. You do not no see skulls. any nozzles. Okay. Like um, a door. Okay. Is the and there's no like big slab up top that looks like it's gonna drop. Nope. Okay. Um. Before she does anything else, I'm gonna just kind of point at um. What was her find automaton sister's name? Sissy. And point at Sissy and the door. And kind of shrug. Um. I mean, if 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 she's okay with it, Sissy, do you want to maybe just check it out first? Um. Why don't I use detect magic? I mean, sure, it's up to you. <clears throat> Either that or, yeah, it's probably good to figure out what's what's on it before I send Sissy I mean, out this there. Se- I mean, this entrance doesn't seem overly um, trapped like the other one does, but you, you're, you're a magic expert of the arcane, so go ahead. Okay. You're using the tech magic? Yeah. Yeah. Nothing. Okay. All, All right, right, sis. And I, I sort of have to push her along because uh, she's a little nervous because of what just happened, of course. So I sort of push her along, kind of, sort of push her along, kind of like a, uh, kind of like a scared puppy. Oh. Would you do it for, would you do it for, uh, a cauldron snack? A (laughs) cauldron snack? Like a (laughs) Scooby snack? What is a cauldron cauldron crunchies? Would you do it for a cauldron crunch, I say, as I take out a twig and put it in there. (laughs) 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 And, um, and Sissy goes ahead. Okay, nothing happens. Alright, let's go. But before we do, um, I'm just going to pull out my holy symbol and say a little prayer to Stefano Major, and I'm going to cast Aid at third level. Sure. So, who has the lowest hit points here out of everybody? I'm at, I have, I have 83. Well, I'm at almost half that. I have 62. 57. Yeah, I'm over 100. 
Sure. Okay. I'll bring this. Okay, so it's the, the 62 and 87, was that is that Umbra and Hito? Uh, Umbra at max is 63, and she's still not, or sorry, they're still not fully healed. Okay, yeah, um, Umbra will get, their hit point maximum will increase, and their current hit points will increase by 10. Oh, sweet. And who's the 57? Was that um, the monk? No, the 57 was the merfolk warlock. Oh, okay, yeah. Um, yeah, so yeah, you also, you'll also you also get 10. And who else was low? How many more do you have to give out? Uh, I, 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 I could pick, pick three, three people. people. Do we want to just stack health on health for our strongest person for the last person? <clears throat> so they're going to be our reliability. Yeah, Aaron is 62, but also has the addition of the of sissy. cauldron mm-hmm. um i could give them to myself if nobody else is in dire need does that sound okay mm-hmm. yeah that's probably boss lady all righty um okay yeah that's fine uh we can proceed okay so you're all standing right in front of this door with nine indentations on it with the symbols of each of these trickster gods mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. trickster gods and like the door is like this. This is like a locked door. Is the uh, door locked? I think is the door first locked? Question, is Roll the door investigation. Locked? Um, my investigation is shite. Someone else could probably do better. Sure, I I should probably I'll be taking it. point in. Who, who's the yeah the smart smarty pants? I I am not as smart. Any of us smart? <laughs> are we all uh, done? Are we all done? Perhaps perhaps is <laughs> the reason why we're going on this adventure in the first place. How you found yourself here? Um, <laughs> I can I can try it. I also, um, um, I will, if it winds I will, up being low, I can always uh, coach, use a... Uh, I'll give you guidance, coach. Yeah. Uh, I, I can always use a Flash of Genius, too. Ooh. Oh, cool. That's a new one. A Flash of Genius is good for a saving throw as well. That might be more important. True. So yeah, let's see. Guidance, so you got? get a D4. Well, I mean... <laughs> cool! <laughs> what was it? Tw- uh, 21, yeah. Oh, dang! <laughs> Want to go ahead and roll that guidance too? <laughs> <laughs> that scares me. Could I? I mean, you might as well. You do the guidance. It only lasts a minute. Yeah. Okay. So that way, so, uh, so that's a three, and winds up being an adjusted twenty-four. Yeah. All right. So what you see as you're looking at this door, each of the indentations is a button. Okay. There doesn't seem to be any traps. The door does. It's it's not so much locked as the door is like a stone slab. Looking at it, you get the sense that it would rise up if mm-hmm. the right thing was done. I'm just gonna push the one where the neutral god is. Uh, you do that. All nine light up, and the door starts to rise. You make your way past the trapped entry. Nice. Still, I clap their hands. Oh, guys, I did it! I did it! All right. <laughs> so, once again, you guys find yourself with a choice: one path to the Veils of Fear, the other to the Oubliette. Question is, do you want to experience more of this dungeon, or do you want to do the Oubliette? Well, Chanzox can't pronounce Oubliette, so Veils is, is her <laughs> vote. Aren't we supposed to peer through the Veils? <laughs> um, <clears throat> Our first week? The thing oh, that God, the fortune teller told us? We're already peering through Veils. It'll be Veils upon Veils. Mm-hmm. Um... Well, yeah. I'm considered a creature, and Oubliette makes me scared, so I, I'm good with Veils. Oubliette is a pretty word, but I think we should go with the Veils of Fear. Yep, Veils of Fear works for me. Um, the word fear kind of uh, makes me fear, but uh, why not? Can anybody here still be feared? 
I mean, yeah. Yeah. Oh. Can you? I am the box ghost. Fear me. Not, not really. Oh, la di da. I'm. I have no defenses or anything. <laughs> yeah, I don't have anything to. I just have a fat shield and armor. M- monks know how to um, meditate. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You pray. You pray the poison. You you pray the fear away. I've just had the power of God and anime on my side. I mean, your God and anime helped better than my mind in the last room. So, uh, all right. Veils of fear. Veils of fear. Everyone. Do you want me to lead the way since I shouldn't be able to be feared? Go for, Go for it. <laughs> oh god, this hurts. Alright. After uh sorry. After uh Drusel's, uh brave action of pressing the god, um Upper will take the lead for the next room. Okay. Uh you make your way through the room. You start going through the dungeon, you see flashes of pieces of this dungeon. Golems clad in iron plates attacking you. A revolving room where you tumble and fall over yourself over and over again. You see sarcophagi guarded by lightning and strange alien growths along walls. So you make your way to a room where you meet some, some old friends earlier that you had met in Chult. One of them you know as Dragonbait, a Soriel. If a Dragonborn was even more of a dragon and even less of a Dragonborn, that would be a Soriel. He's kind of a lizard man. You know he can't speak, but he speaks using... His smells vibes. and scents, yeah. He, you get vibes from him, you don't get <laughs> language. Cool. And he communicates that he's looking for his old friend, Artist Simber, who is further in the dungeon. He accompanies you, you travel further in the dungeon until you make your way to a door that when you go through it, ten feet from the door, a thick tapestry curtain hangs from wall to wall. And its embroidery shows a scene of merriment. Nobles feasting around a banquet table, a roast boar on a platter, and servants pouring wine. And Dragonbait starts jumping up and down like he hears something. Uh, he charges on forward, and you smell lemons as he darts off through the curtains. Two this questions. Room, this room looks fun. Yeah, I was going to say, first one, is everyone with me? Yeah, everybody's here. Okay. Mm-hmm. Second one, last time we saw Dragonbait, were they alive? Yeah. Okay. Base is covered. I look at the rest of the group. Yeah. All right. Yeah, yeah we should... Go help help our friend. Yeah, let's go help Dragonbait. Alright, through the veil I go. Okay. Readying my weapon. <laughs> let's so, go. I uh, go with my hands in my pockets, whistling a tune. Sure. Nothing can go way. wrong here. Absolutely. It's fine. You make your way past the first curtain. Past it, there is another curtain, which hangs behind the first, showing the same scene, but descended into depravity. The nobles fight with each other, partake in carnal encounters on the table, or sprawl on the floor in puddles of vomit. And you hear what sounds like screaming from further into the room. You okay. recognize the voice as Artist Simber. Weirdest orgy ever. Or they just were in the first room. Well, that, dub, double speed. This doesn't seem safe for work. <laughs> <laughs> Proceed. Are you so, kidding me? For some people, this is their work. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> oldest profession. Tapestry making? Yeah. Yes. Yes. Tapestry making. You nailed it. Mm -hmm. It's like being the camera guy just way earlier. Yeah. Yep. (laughs) You know what? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, way to weave porn into this. I mean, wonderful. (laughs) All right. All right. Let's go. You make your way past the second curtain. There's a third curtain behind it, and you see a scene of horror confronting you: nobles feasting on servants, eating each other alive, and setting fire to the hall. The roast boar is alive and laughing on its platter. 
I need all of you to make a wisdom saving throw. Oh, brilliant. I'm good at those. Oh, good. I got a one. And that one. Oh, oh God. God. <laughs> Someone's in for a good time. I am in for a good time. I'm okay. going to trigger my pack of the talisman on this one. Uh, Ten. Sixteen. Not that I think that this is going to save me, but... Oh, I wait. think I can help some folks out if they get stricken with fear. Fourteen? Uh, I'm going to take this time to use uh, Indomitable, which is to reroll okay. a saving throw that I fail, forcibly yep. using the new roll. The new roll is a two! Okay, sure. Ouch. The dice have spoken. Alright, so, <laughs> Coach, what did you get? Ten. Okay, Ito, you got a two. Puffs, what did you get? A ten. Okay, Ralph, what did you get? Sixteen. Okay, Zynum, what did you get? Fourteen. Okay, Zynum and Ralph, you two pass, you are not afraid. The rest of you see this, and you hear the screams of people you know from beyond this curtain, and you turn around and bolt. As I start running, I'd like to use stillness of mind to cure myself of all fear. Okay, so okay, you so do that. Left? You are fine. So that leaves Hitto and Coach, who okay. are hooking it. Okay, before they get too far away, I'm going to call out uh, to my god and cast Calm Emotions. So each humanoid within a 20-foot radius sphere must make a charisma saving throw. But you can fail this throw if you wish, and I can end some either charm or charm or frighten effect on you. I choose to fail it. <laughs> One of the characters in the book is really good at manipulating people's emotions, like with a superpower. So um, I, I learned how to do this from him. And um, yeah, she will assuade everybody's fears. All right. You said it was a charisma save, right? Well, uh, yeah, but you can fail it if you want. Okay. So... Is concentration for a minute, so you have suppressed. Yeah, we have the... to get we have to get through the room now. <laughs> let's go, let's go, let's go. Yeah. So you press on past the whole group is fine now because you all have your fear suppressed. If any if anything causes the concentration on the spell to drop, it's oh mm-hmm. and coach, you are both afraid and bolting out of the room again. Okay. Got it. Make your way past the final curtain, and here's what you see. The rotting head of a giant boar is mounted to the wall behind the final curtain. Fresh blood and gore spatters its tusks, dribbling down the wall underneath it. You see Dragonbait pulling desperately on Artisimber, who has inserted his head into the boar's mouth, and the boar is chomping down on his neck. Oh! I need all of you to make another wisdom saving throw. Oh, jeez. Oh, hey, 16 this time. Okay. Uh, Dirty 20. Oof. Uh, third, 13, 13 for me. 22 for me. Okay. So everybody that had 16 or higher, you pass. Alright, uh, one sure. second. I'm going to pack a talisman again to get my 1d4, because it says on a failed. Okay. Can I use my inspiration to reroll? Yeah. Okay. Awesome. Please, please be better. This roll. Oh, that is better. 28. Okay. So, you all fight the compulsion as you see this boar the giant boar's head on the wall to do exactly what Artis is doing and put your head into the boar's mouth as it chomps down. Oh no. It looks like Dragonbait also passed his save. Oh, but Artis looks like he is real close to not having a head. Okay. What do you do? How how high up is the boar head like? like? Uh, it is ground level. Oh, okay. Then I'm gonna get I'm gonna position myself kind of in, in a way above it and like grab sort of the upper jaw and just kind of pull, trying to keep it from chomping. I'll match with the lower jaw. 
Just get him out, get him out. I can I can stabilize him. Go ahead and both of you give me athletics chips. Got an 18. Got a 13. <laughs> okay. With a plus 8? So, this is a magically powered thing. Uh, you are slowing it down, but what you're... You get the sense that eventually this thing is going to slam shut, regardless of how hard you hold on to it, but for the moment, you are holding it open. Am I able to pull Arturius out? Sure. Roll athletics at advantage, because Dragon Bait is helping you try to pull his friend out. Absolutely. I have a plus zero to athletics. This should be great. Okay, a 12? Oh, wait, advantage? Okay, 12. Oh, 15. Okay. Uh, Artist rolls... While he's doing that, uh, didn't somebody gain an immobile... Yep, we yeah. do have an immovable rod on our within, so whoever's not busy with their hands could maybe pop Ow, that but, rod. But 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 just <laughs> pop that rod in his mouth. I hope he keeps it open. <laughs> yeah, you guys do manage to wrestle Artis out of the boar's head right as it chops down again. You guys inserting the immovable rod into the boar's head to keep it from chopping down. Yeah, I, I'm. Okay. Yeah, I'm, how's how's our artist looking? He is unconscious. Looks like he is not doing great. Okay, uh, spare the dying cantrip um, so sure. that he goes to zero hit points and stable. And I guess I will give him a pop him a level one healing word. Okay. So is he that, able to hear? Is he conscious? He he pops back to consciousness. Okay. Mm. Um, I'll do it. The boar's head chops down on the rod. The rod slows it down after about. Six seconds, it actually moves the rod. Jesus. Okay, so do we know? We, need, we should get out of here. Um, six hit points for Mr. Neck. Sure. Uh, Artist immediately pops up, looks at all of you, and goes right back over to the boar's head. Yeah, we need to hold him. <laughs> I, 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 st- I have a hard... I guess me and the dragon guy are still are going to try and, you know, restrain uh, him. Actually, you know what? Hold on. I got, I might I got a bunch this. of rope. Can, can we just remove the rod, let the boar's head sh- slam shut, and then he can't do that? He's well, going to try and jam his head in there. like. So, what you're seeing happening is this boar head is chopping down once per round again and again oh, and again. Okay. Yeah. So it's so, like an alligator. We just tie it shut. You can certainly try. Okay. Well, it so, did move an immovable rod, so yeah, I don't know I don't how think... good rope is going to be. <laughs> Well, no. Crocodiles have the greatest bite strength, but the weakest opening strength. So if we can get his mouth shut and actually close, and we may be able to keep it shut. And then put the immovable rod on top of it. Uh, I mean, how, a... how big is the immovable rod? Because if we put it to the ceiling, we may actually be onto something. I don't think the immovable rod is that tall. No, it's it fits in your... It's like a foot. Yeah. Well, yeah, but isn't it... Wow. So maybe we cr- should just get <laughs> remove ourselves from the room. I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, but like, when you activate the immovable rod, it just stays wherever relative to the position of the planet, right? Like, it doesn't... It isn't affected by gravity anymore? It is stationary wherever you click the button. Yeah, so if we put it... Like, if he closes his jaw and we put it, like, on top of the head, then he, in theory, shouldn't be able to open the mouth anymore. But he could be able to move it side to side. Which... So that's why I wanted the ceiling. Because if we could pin his his mouth to the ground, using the ceiling as our pressure point to push the rod down on it, we can keep it shut. Just by moving the rod on top of it, yeah, he can't open his mouth, but if he slides it off to the side, yeah, he'll skin his he'll skin his mouth a little bit, but he'll be out of it. Which, I will say this, an immovable rod is not truly immovable when it's activated. 
it just takes a DC 30 strength check to move it. Yeah. False oh. advertising. <clears throat> also, is there a veil in the room? Behind you. Like, you're past all the veils. Oh, so are we just facing a solid wall then? It is a solid wall with just gore and corpses littered around beneath the... Oh, the so there's like head. no there's no exit here. No. And no. there are just... All of the corpses, you would notice, have no heads. Mm, that checks out. Okay, so... Do any of you know Dispel Magic? I actually know Dispel Magic. And I was trying oh, to get around God. to whether or not this was like something we clearly know was magical. Because if we know it's something clearly magical, then I'll, then I'll cast Dispel Magic and get a guy mm. clear of the zealotry that he's experiencing. Sure. So, yeah. I mean, you know without too much... Like, you all felt the effect on you. You just mm-hmm. fought through it. It is a magical effect. Alright, then I will... Do I know... Oh, you know what? So, I'll use my Eldritch Sight to cast to deck magic to see where the source of the magic is coming from. It's the boar's head. It's the boar's head, okay. Uh, the <laughs> curtain behind you is also magical. Yeah, the one uh, that made but, us afraid. Yeah, but it seems like the magic is centered on the opposite side of it. Okay, then I'm going to cast Dispel Magic targeting the boar's head. So if it's a level 3 spell or lower, it just ends. Otherwise, um, I have to do a... Of course I have to do that. I have to make an ability check um, to dispel the magic. Okay, make an ability check. Can I Uh, give him guidance? Sure. Well, Uh, wait, no, I can't. No, I can't, because I'm concentrating on my calm emotions. Yes, you are. So no. Redacted. Uh, Okay, so the DC is a... 13, because it's the level to spell plus 10, so let me roll for that. 8. Uh, the dispel does not take hold, and the chomping continues. Go ahead and give me athletics checks, or somebody give me an athletics check at advantage to grapple Artis. Keep him from putting his hand back in. one with advantage? Yep. 17. Uh, you have him grappled. Okay. Um, you know what? Does non-lethal work in this edition? I'm trying to remember. It does. Yeah. yeah. You just say non-lethal and you don't kill them. I'm just... knocking him out. <laughs> okay. Uh, for the sake of... Healing word on him. God damn it. <laughs> yeah, well... Has anyone tried hitting the boar head? Like, attacking it? Do we want to do that before or after I chop uh, his no, back it, the neck? Well, so, you already declared it, so you do it. I'm not going to make you roll for it, because he's not dodging. You just knock him out. Cool. Uh, Artis is unconscious now, so there's no longer any urgency, but you're all looking at this thing chopping over and over again. Did anybody ever get your immovable rod back, or is it just hovering in between his jaws every time it shuts? Uh, if I'm being honest, I'm not putting. Grab the rod back. I'm not putting my hand there. <laughs> <laughs> uh, can I just try and like sacred flame the boar? Sure. Uh, it, it's a dex. Uh, it needs to make a dex save. Well, I assume it it's, doesn't. It's not a creature. Okay. So I, yeah. All right. Go ahead and roll damage. I'll okay. allow it. <laughs> I rolled two ones, so that's going to be two points of radiant damage. Yeah. So I mean, you you singe some of the whiskers. Okay. Well, <laughs> that was useless. We need to we need to get this thing to stop. Do you have any more? Um, and I look over to to coach. Do you have any more? Um, of the key, try to maybe dispel the magic again. I didn't dispel it the first time. Wait, who's who dispelled it? I attempted to dispel the magic the oh, first time. Oh, you... Oof. I mean, mm-hmm. you could try again. So, so if you want to take... If you want to have me try it again, and then we sit here for an hour, um, hoping to God we can keep this guy down, then yeah, by all means I'll try it again. Uh, here's the thing I can do. 
I can either uh, reduce the size of the thing, or I could enlarge the uh, the <laughs> the movable rod. That's huh. something I wanted to try. <laughs> it couldn't hurt. Which would you I mean, rather I do? <laughs> I literally don't have any better ideas. Um, <laughs> I mean, enlarging the rod, maybe? I don't think that... I don't know what that would do. So the rod is already wedged enough. in there. Uh, <clears throat> it'll double in all dimensions. Its weight will double by eight. Or it will not double by eight, but it will be multiplied by eight. Huh. I mean, that so could work. It could work. Um, well, no, it's, it'll be eight times as heavy, but it'll be twice as long. So it'll be like two feet long. Oh. So maybe you could just long, turn it vertically and like put it in its mouth? But <laughs> somebody wants to risk, risk losing... Oh, okay. Somebody wants to risk losing their hand. Yeah question was, are we getting it anybody back wanna, out? Anybody want to go by a hook for the, rest of this, for the rest of this trip? I mean, I'm confident that I could probably get the immovable rod out. I'm also just considering breaking the wall to the right of the bore and seeing if, you know, it's a magic bore, it's not a magic wall. When you hit a fair, wall, hit it hard. Fair point. Yeah, not a bad idea. Alright, well, hmm. my fists are considered magic weapons, so uh, see what a magic weapon can do to a ma uh, non-magic wall, I guess. Okay. Uh, punch next to the boar's head. Go ahead and roll. Yeah, roll an attack. All right, nineteen. Uh, well, you punch the wall. You don't do a ton. Like, it's not that you're not hitting the wall. It's you're punching stone, right? Mm -hmm. we, we've so, been over this. We did. We we were hitting yeah. stone last session. Yeah. So <laughs> you punch the wall. You don't damage the wall. So is it? I I'm used to punching things. It's kind of my thing. Is this like solid wall with like dirt behind it? Solid wall, or is this like? somebody's house wall, and I just need to hit it harder. Uh, it is carved stone of some kind. But, like, does it have something behind it? Is it just that thud, like, when you hit something... Like, if you were to hit the ground, there's so much ground behind it that absorbs the impact that it's just boom? Or is it, like, give, and it, there's air behind it? It does not sound hollow behind it. Alright. I just look at the group, kind of shrug, and shake my head no. I have, I have a dumb, I have a dumb idea. The boar head's just kind of attached to the wall, right? Mm-hmm. All right, uh, I got a crowbar. Let's try and pry it off. I mean, sure. I don't... It was a dumb idea, but... We're on the assumption that the boar head is not extending beyond the wall. Yeah, let's see if there's an actual boar attached to this. <laughs> um, I happen to also have a crowbar. Because so... it's going to be really difficult to pry someone's head off their neck with crowbars. I mean, it's solid behind the wall, so if there's a boar attached to this head... Wait a minute, doesn't one of us know sleep? Uh, I, know, I know sleep, but... Why don't we put Mr. I want to behead myself to sleep, and then we poke this thing with sticks until it stops moving? Isn't that what we're doing? I mean, he's already unconscious. Yeah. Oh, he's already unconscious, then? Yeah, he has been knocked out. Which is why you're having this nice, calm, patient conversation. <laughs> okay, well, has it been has it been a minute since uh, I, since since the fear effect came over? I will say no, but you're getting there. I'm getting there. It's like we got to pick up the pace, guys. Do unless, we want unless... the unmovable rod back? Um, I mean, it's a fun tool, but it's an unmovable rod. I think we have to one way or the other. Um, anyone have mage hand? I do actually. Oh, well, why are we having this discussion? Let's just mage hand that thing out of his mouth. That's why I was asking. Okay. So okay. while they're discussing that, I kind of reach into the shadows and uh, a, a, uh, a spirited hand sort of like reaches from the gut almost of the boar, like grabs the rod and kind of pushes it out. And I pull my hand back out of the shadow. Sure. Uh, 
because your mage hand is this spectral incorporeal thing, it doesn't get destroyed. It just, you click the button, mm -hmm. the rod is now movable again, and you, when the mouth opens, you push it out. You have the nice. rod back. Alright, All let's try and I pry this head it. off. Uh, and as you say, as you say, let's book it, the minute is up, calm emotions drops, and you immediately start screaming and booking it. And I cast calm emotions again. <laughs> okay, it, you're not... Yeah, so everyone, was, I'm, I'm out of second level spells, but now anybody is fine. I, that might also work on our buddy Artis, um, if he's charmed or frightened. Well, right now he's unconscious, so that's... Yeah, but here's the sleep discussion. Yeah. yeah. All right. So. Do we have any reason to take the boar head off? Like, there, any legitimate reason to take the boar head off? There might be a door behind it, or like a hole, because there's literally no other way out of this room. You mean besides through the veil? No, the veil's behind us. Right, so we walk out the way we came in. We got our guy. Uh, yeah, That's but um, fair. I don't really fancy going through the oubliette. I mean, looking at the card, because we were told that we can, we have two creatures that we can sacrifice now. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think we found our sacrificial fodder. Like, the oh. thing is, is that, like, yeah, I like I want to kill this thing no, like as much as the next guy does, but this is an opportunity for us to really mess up and hurt ourselves for no good reason. Now, if you're trying to tell me that the eyes were made out of rubies, or you see something gold in its throat, that's one thing. But if all this thing can do is just chomp, like, plus, assuming that there's a boar behind it, if we pry off whatever it is that's holding him to this wall, we may unleash the whole boar. And I don't know about you guys, but boars like to well, the... really give it its all on the run. It's not a creature, from what I can tell. It appears to just be some sort of enchanted taxidermied head. Um, that's what I'm parsing at the very least, because it's not reacting as a creature would. Um, but also, I mean, like, I'm almost positive there there's a way for to proceed through this room, but I, I'm not sure that there's a way to do it without somebody losing their head. Can I make a perception roll to make sure that every corpse in the ground is headless? Sure. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like... I mean, that's fair. <laughs> Like, if, if, we're, if we're talking about losing heads here, then why don't we just offer someone who doesn't really care if they lose a head over the matter? I will say, with your passive perception of what the hell ever, <laughs> every corpse on the ground around the head, around the boar's head, is headless. Okay. Are there any large round fruits? Can I ask what Dragonbait wants to do? Um, if he thinks that, like, would he be okay with us? Like getting his, he obviously doesn't want his friend's head to be gone. So should I ask him if we should, if he wants to turn back? Uh, you smell roses and sulfur. So, mm -hmm. so he, <laughs> I don't, I don't know what that means. <laughs> I'm not an aromatherapist. Okay. Yeah. Okay, cool. Great. Roses and sulfur, whatever that means. Yep. That's not remotely helpful. Um, okay. Um, Alright, so it's looking more and more like we need to deal with this taxidermied sea bass. So if you, if you can, can if you can dis if you can dispel it, if you can try to dispel it again, I can I guarantee I can guarantee that we get an, get at the very least a short rest. Okay. Then I will cast dispel magic as a fifth level spell. Okay. Roll an ability check. <laughs> <laughs> This thing's held together by Vecna himself. <sighs> Alright, 15 to beat. Come on. Not one. Yeah, there you go. Oh, no. Oh, no. Well. 
It is what it is. Okay. Wait, me. Okay, let's just leave. Oh, now, now that I'm all spent and can't do anything, now is the time we leave. Okay. Well, we we can we can recuperate in a different room that doesn't cause us to become deathly afraid every sixty seconds. We have a room for that. Uh, more or less. If we back up, I can keep us safe for a little while. While keep while. So is the veil of fear? I know, amazing name. Um, affixed to the wall in the room before this. Or is it's, it like a tapestry that's just hung on, like, almost it, like the windows? It's like, it's three tapestries, right? And they are just, like, hanging from the ceiling. And they're basically curtains, right? They're curtains with artwork on them. And as you pull your, you pull the curtain apart, you see the next one with that artwork. And then the third one had the, the fear effect on it, and it had the really disturbing artwork. And then there was the boar's head. So, because I'm completely avoiding all sort of common sense on this. Can I stick my head out of the uh, the tapestry and kind of pull it down to try and, you know, dislodge it? Uh, roll a strength check. Cool. Not one. Nope. There's pull a lot on of it. that going It's pretty sturdy. Alright. Um, Hitto, were you saying something? Hang on. Hitto? No, I just said that that's, there's a lot of nat ones going around, but that's a good idea. Getting rid of the tapestry. Uh, Does somebody have fire? I have a bunch of torches. I have produced um, flame. I have quite That's a few ways way. to make fire. Maybe we should torch it. Uh, um, I'm going to like put a big X in front of my face and just shake my head no, and then take a piece of chalk out and show a crude picture of the tapestry and then plus fire and then equal sign, big explosion, because I don't want to try and destroy a magic object, especially in a small room. How small is this room? How big is this room? Yes. Back, yeah. How big is this room? I said that backwards. So, uh, there's about 10 feet to the first curtain, and 10 feet to the second curtain, and 10 feet to the third curtain, and then 10 feet to the boar's head. Mm, that is... It's a tight uh, space. Well, yeah, that's quite a, That's not a lot of room to boogie out if, if things go wrong. The room itself is about 20 feet wide. We're taking a uh, rest after this, right? That's the plan? Uh, if, uh... Yeah, um, if we... Maybe we can check out the Oupliette just real quick. I don't know, but I think we should... At the, I don't have the, the the resources to keep everybody calm while this tapestry is here, so we should either need to get rid of it or we need to get out of here. All right, I'm going to spider climb to the top and try and dislodge it from its fixing with the proper angle. Because if it's like a curtain rod and everything, I should be able to just climb up there and pop it off instead of trying to pull it down. Okay. Mm. Um, since you're using a... Crowbar, roll strength check at advantage. Cool. 23. Uh, pull the curtain down. Alright, I'm gonna roll it up and safely put it away. Okay. I, I just had an idea. And uh, Drusilla's gonna fumble through her bag and pull out the Nulzer's marvelous pigments. Okay. Oh god, yes, okay. Um, well, we maybe we can't dislodge... Maybe... I, maybe I could just paint a door on each wall, and maybe there's a passageway behind one of them? Are we going to do the knock test on every portion of the wall and hope there's a tunnel behind it? Because I mean, I don't really know. only work if there's a tunnel behind it. Unless yeah. you want to paint the tunnel. Uh, unless so, yeah. you want to paint a tunnel our way out of here. I'd be fine with that. Well, that or I could paint a bunch of cracks around the boar head, and maybe that could be a way to help us dislodge it. Thank Ooh, goodness. That, that sounds like some paint- Looney Tunes level shit. 
That's what, no, what that's you, what the what pigments are for. That is, <laughs> that's the magic item. The magic item is Looney Tunes. That's yeah. it. <laughs> oh, if that's the case, we can just oh, okay, a uh, black powder explosive, just right on the side of the boar's head, and then we just blow it off. I do have fireballs instead, instead of this crowbar business. We can just not semtex, but we could black powder explosion the thing off the wall. And then if there's something behind it, we at least damage it, because right now it looks like animated taxidermy, but maybe there's an undead thing behind it that's also enchanted that, you know, controlled by a blah 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 or whatever it might be, so... So, why are we so dedicated to get the boar head off the wall and get behind it? Because we think there's another way out beyond the boar's head. We don't want to go through the oubliette, and every single time we pass a veil, you know, people are going to try and outpace us to run away from the veil. But but I have the veil that did. Yeah, the veil veil is dealt with. Um, so the only thing I is. I thought there was. I thought there were multiple veils that did that. No, it was just one. The orgy veil and then the final veil has been dealt with. Yeah, yeah. Oh. The one with the fear effect is no longer causing the fear effect. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I mean, we have a. If we affix the veil of fear to the rod, we basically have a, a war banner going forward. We we should be afraid of any room. I like the war matter idea. Oh, this is a good. A mage should be able to hold an immovable rod, right? It can then only can hold just... a certain amount of pounds. Yeah, so like a tapestry is really a... heavy. Right. If you have the whole tapestry oh, hanging from heavy. the rod, like sure, the rod will hold it if you click the rod so that it's immovable. But, but then the tapestry won't move. Right. Um, I'm just gonna take the paints out and start. Um, I, instead of like. Yeah, I'm just gonna start painting like as if the stone around the boar's head was incredibly ru- like cracked and rubbly to mm. like try and loosen the stone. Okay, sure. So you take a minute to do that. I'm an artiste. Okay, then now maybe can somebody can just with a a great big whack maybe try and just knock it off. Uh, when I hear a great big whack, I take out my war hammer. Yes, like that. <laughs> and bring it down hard on the ball. On or... the boar's head. Okay. Roll an attack. Uh, 22. Alright, roll damage. Uh, you bring your warhammer down on the boar's head. Uh, the wall itself doesn't seem to give any, but you notice that part of the boar's head seems to crack and cave in under your warhammer. Oh, oh. I would like to leave the room. Uh, okay. Can I take out the Wand of Magic Missiles that we picked out in the last dungeon? And I'm just going to point it, level it at the boar and cast a second level magic missile. Okay. Uh, roll... The damage. Yeah. Um, so that's... Uh, I think one. that's 4d4 plus 4. four. Yeah, basically. Yeah. Um, I will just do that here. Ooh, okay. So that's going to be 15 damage in total. Force damage. Okay. Uh, you helps this boar's head with magic missiles it starts to look like it's it is falling apart it is barely being held together it looks like one good hit would probably just destroy it more hammer again if you would like to stop hammer time <laughs> 18 okay. that's a hit roll damage a four okay with that last hit um the boar actually seems to just collapse in on itself the magic that is affixing it to the wall disperses, as does the enchantment, causing it to chop its mouth shut and open again, as it just falls to the ground. The wall behind it is just stone wall. Oh. But the boar's head is destroyed. Well, at least that's... 
one problem solved? I guess we need to go back though. now, though. I don't know where to go. Yeah, it does sound like... Maybe what, something has changed. It sounds like our only way out is back. Yeah. It yeah. also sounds like we found a safe room to stay in. Full of headless bodies, but yeah, it's safe. Yeah, let's not... Well, I don't... Headless bodies aren't going to do anything unless you animate them. Unless any of you guys are going to try and do some, you know, shiny stuff here, then yeah, I think we're fine here for, you know, at least an hour. Just snow, just spitballing a number. Yes, I mean, we, we yeah. could also do that in one of the rooms without all the corpses. Yeah, maybe. Wasn't the last room the hallway to get in here? I mean, so that's six many rooms, right? So in practice, the only rooms that exist are the rooms on this card for the sake of this adventure. Mm -hmm. If we were actually running the module, I mean, there's a lot of rooms other than here yeah. and there, but we're not doing all that. This is mini module. We Wait. could just take down the other rest of the tapestries, and there's a good, like, 20 feet there. Let's just cover up the corpses with the tapestries. We don't have to look. Yeah, there we go. Fear okay. side down. Yeah. If, if, if at all possible. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I'm keeping that. Make, <laughs> make, make all <laughs> the corpses afraid. You got ahead of my question of which tapestry are you using to cover the corpses? <laughs> <laughs> pull, pull down the okay. two non-magical ones, I think. Sure. So... Unless somebody's taken the magical one from me, I'm, that's that's a trophy. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so it's a trophy. You cover the corpses, the room is silent. You attempt, what are you doing? Short rest. Um, before we do, though, I am going to use two of my channel divinities to, as, oh no, I can only do that, yeah, I can do that twice. So harness divine power, which will convert those channel divinities to level two spell slots. And, That's and, neat. Yeah. Um, but yeah, okay, short rest. Yeah, if we're going to take a short rest, what I'd like to do is, because I can regain it. Oh, no, that's, that's a long rest. Oh, that's fine. I'd like, so we're not sure how to advance past the, uh, past the room we're in, correct? And correct. We're still, we're still trying to figure out which way we're going to take out. So, yeah. Out of, out of character sort of deal, mm. the last time we hit a dead end, the other way was the only option. I don't know why we keep thinking this will be different. Because we're playing like D&D &D people. We're not playing like Potsy converted a dungeon into a magic card. So we're obviously thinking like, okay, there's got to be another way out because there's always another way out. Well, maybe I'm, just, I'm just thinking. I mean, thinking. into a poison room. There wasn't another way out. So in character, it makes sense for me to be like, no, this just has some death rooms in it. Yeah. All right. Yeah. I'll tell you what. One person, give me a history check. Ooh. I'll oh, history I, I've here. got plus six history. Uh, nope. Nope, that's on you. Okay, yeah. I'm also going to guide myself. Um, we have a minus 12. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I definitely need that D4. <laughs> the universe started with you. Oh, <laughs> uh, that's, only, that's only an 11. I use uh, Flash of Genius, so I'll give you an extra 3. Oh, Ooh. oh, thank you. 14? 14. Mm -hmm. Nah, still can't give it to you for that. Ah, yeah, that's fair. Okay, um... Yeah, no, I'm just gonna... To, I didn't even fucking keep any, like, div divination god-contacting spells. <laughs> anyway, um, so... Solid work. <laughs> I need your power, but I'll have... You'll all give me no way to contact you. Alright, so, alright, real quick, one thing at a time. Are you guys attempting a short rest? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Okay, you succeeded a short rest, so go ahead and do whatever you get back. Alright, I got those channel yeah. divinities back. Warlocks get their spells. Yeah. Alright, two pressing issues. Mm -hmm. I'm going to kind of like write this out on the ground in my chalk. First, what do we do with these two? 
Second, what is our if all else fails oubliette play? Which, Which I'm, uh, I'm good to wait for you guys on exhausting ideas, but I think yeah. we do need a ripcord plan. So after a short rest, yeah. uh, Argus would wake up. Yeah. Um, so he is awake. Uh, he and Dragonbait, after some conversing, decide they're going to go their own way. Uh, possibly in the let's get the fuck out of here direction. Okay. You guys have fun. We're out. That was a little too uh, close for comfort. Dang, there goes our sacrifice. Stefano Major, major, major Well, hmm. Do I know if either of them worship a god? You wouldn't know. God dang it. You would know, based on your interactions, they are both good people. Like, very heroic. Do we have, like, an idea of what, like, their classes are? Or just, like, what their specialties are? You get the sense that Dragonbait is a paladin-type individual, and Artis is... Uh, you have seen him cast very powerful cold magic but also use blades and bows. So, you're okay. not sure with them. Okay. But we've never heard them speak, right? The artist speaks. Yeah. Like, yeah. Ooh. Um, okay. While they're still in sight... Okay, so here's what I'm thinking. I have the ability to speak to people telepathically. I want to try to speak in their voice to them that they should venture towards the Oubliette as their way out. I uh, can also do that. I have message. Okay. Um, are there any moral qualms with us trying to convince people to? I mean, if you're telling, if you're telling, if you're telling us that you're going to try to do that. Drusilla's going to be like, "No, that's killing people." But <laughs> like, you, you you could fully not tell her. <laughs> well, that's the thing. My concern is that, like, I would like to, and then tell the group, "Hey, let's follow them." But all you would have seen is they're walking their own way, and then I just suddenly look at you guys, and go, "Let's go follow them." Like, under what circumstances would we follow them? Well, we, we kind of need to go. We need to go check out the Oubliette anyway, so we'd be going that direction anyway. Okay, here's what I'm gonna do. I am going to very heavy-handedly suggest to the group that we head towards the way of the Oubliette, because I happen to know of two people who may be willing to guide us through it. Oh, well, that's convenient. Why didn't you say that before? Because I didn't know they were willing until now. Oh, oh, Grace. Drusilla has like plus eight insight, but she does not check. <laughs> <laughs> that was suspicious. All right, so I'm going to try and use, um, I'm going to try to use awakened mind to speak to Atris is the one. No, Dragonbait. Right, so now he, them up. remind me because I don't remember. Is this one of the? Can they respond with this one or no? Um, just minds. Um, this one, it looks like it's a telepathic communication, so I would assume that if they can communicate, if they could, right, if they can do, it doesn't look like it's both ways, it's not like message where you can't do it, this one looks like I'm literally just speaking to them with my mind, however they communicate is up to them. Is it the warlock ability? It's the warlock ability. It's a one way. Okay. Yeah. So what I I want to do, what I want to do is speak to them in their voice. And try to speak, tell them in their voice, in their mind, the heroic, righteous thing to do would be to walk through the oubliette to instill confidence in the others behind you. Okay, so I will say that they both stop, turn and look at you. Artist looks at you and basically grins at you, says, I know when someone's trying to change how I think. 
and from dragon bait, you just smell sulfur. Ah, sulfur bad. Yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm trying to that think that. For later. <laughs> I'm gonna attempt to message the two of them. Uh, which one do you message? Alright, I will attempt to message uh, the paladin. So, Dragonbait, what do you say to Dragonbait? You saw what we were able to do together in saving his life. We need to stay together as a team, as a group. Together we are stronger. Uh, you hear whispered back, It does seem I owe you a debt of honor. I am happy to stay, but I would like for artists to leave. Uh, and along with that, you get the scent of Honeysuckle. So we only have to lure one of them to their deaths. Well, that's what we can get out of them, is luring one of them to their deaths. I mean, if, if one of them's going to stick around, that's great. But um, yeah, I mean, that's... So thank you for... Got... Um, so I respond, thank you for for, on, uh, for showing how honorable you are. We will make sure that no harm comes to... What was the name? Artis. Artis. A noble person wouldn't have to be negotiated into doing the right thing, but... That's, that's, that's not on me. Anyway, let's go check out the Oubliette. <laughs> <laughs> the Oubliette. Okay. So, you guys are just turning around and going back the way you came? Yeah. This room has got okay. me stumped. As we leave, I want to funeral pyre the room. Oh, sure. Uh, yeah, fisheries on top of bodies. I figure everything burns, and they kind so of deserve it. They need some sort of... The boar's head, everything burns. Did you leave behind the fear tapestry? Oh, hell no. That's okay. rolled up in my bag. Sure. <laughs> so that is still intact, and you have it. Mm -hmm. uh, and as you walk backwards out of this room, you get the sense that you cleared this room. That the only solution was to not venture in. It was a trap room. So, Damn it. Would you like to go to the... Would you like to go backwards and go to the Oubliette, or would you like to go forwards to the Sandfalls cell? Oh, we're metaphorically going forward to the Sandfalls cell. Is that what... This is? Yeah, you you have access to Sandfall still now. You cleared the veils of fear. Oh, okay. Third door opens up. <laughs> <laughs> Just like, I don't remember that door being there before. Alright, yeah, let's go to the Sandfall Caves. I don't want to oubliette ourselves. <laughs> yeah, Sandfall Cave. I can get out of cells. Those are way easy. Uh, yeah. Let's see if you can. Oh dear. I can get out. Whether I feel confident I can get everyone else out. Okay. So... Uh, you find yourselves uh, flashing through visions of more of this dungeon, Dragonbait going with you as Artis leaves and heads backwards. Eventually you find yourselves teleported through different elemental cells. There's a cell of fire where basically the room is filled up with lava very slowly. So you extinguish a candle and then you are teleported from that room. It's a room full of water where it starts to fill up with water but you're able to use some snails and oysters, and as you eat them, you're able to breathe the water. And when you eat one of the oysters, you teleport out of the cell to a different cell, where there's a there's no air in the cell at all. There's no light, no sound, no air, until you find some Arakokra bones, and you're able to take the bones, and as you breathe through the bones, there's air. And there is an unlit candle that you tinker with, but it's not able to, to light, because it's there's no air in the room. So finally... Uh, you find a key amongst all these littered Arakokra corpses that opens the way out. You're teleported to this cell. The walls of this stone cell are covered with reliefs showing desert sands swallowing the ruins of civilization. A boss relief of a robed Medusa dominates one wall. It wears a stone necklace with an obsidian pendant. 
and clutches an iron sconce with a burning red candle in it. Sand begins to fall from tiny holes bored into the ten-foot-high ceiling as you hear a rumbling noise under the floor. I hate sand. Alright. So, the room is slowly filling with sand. Uh, can I... Uh, how tall is the ceiling? Ten feet high. Ten feet high. Okay, so I can probably reach it if I, like, hop onto somebody's shoulders? Yep. Can I try and paint the holes closed? Sure. So if you want to spend the round doing that, you're able to, uh, with some help so you can get up there. Yeah. Paint over some of the holes and jam them shut. Okay. Uh, what is... Who is helping you do that? Um, um would, you can stand in the cauldron. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah sure. uh, I'll stand you on know Sissy. what I could do is I could create a magic circle. I think that's how that works. Can magic circles be... Uh, oh, no. That's just a thing. Never mind. Yeah, I no, thought I could make it corporeal. Yeah, no. I mean, I I have a, a hut that I can pop up, but that doesn't really help us get through the room. We would just... It would just, you know, fade away and we would get crushed. Yeah. Um, so... So... Yeah. We have two different people with um, the ability for Eldritch Sight, right? We're yep. just presuming we always have that on, because it doesn't use a spell slot. Because if not, I'll turn my sight on for this room. And do the runes actually, are they a language? Um, they are not. Okay. Uh, how, how many holes does it look like I, there are in Well, the okay, real quick, time out. Okay. Um, your spell does not function in here. Hmm. That's a Disappointing. When I see when Very I see the spell not work, I just try and cast a, a light spell. Does that not work? It does not. Okay. I start to paint over the holes faster. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Alright, so this is this is round one. So the cauldron and uh Dulcer's pigment and all that is happening, that's one person. What is everyone else doing? Because there is a round timer on this. Can you explain the Medusa-looking thing again? Sure. A boss relief of a robed Medusa dominates one wall. It wears a stone necklace with an obsidian pendant and clutches an iron sconce with a burning red candle in it. I'm going to just point at that thing for everybody else to bring attention to it. And I'm also going to Google what the heck a sconce looks like. It's just a thing that holds a torch. Okay. Right? Um, oh, yeah. Maybe somebody Google tried to... Like try really to... cool. Maybe some somebody could try to blow out that candle, or something. Is the candle even lit? Is it? Is yeah, it the a... candle is lit. Yeah. The candle oh, is lit. The, yeah. Duh. <laughs> let's let's blow out the candle. Um, in a safe way. Oh, we have sand around us, right? Yep. Room is slowly filling up with sand. Okay, so I vote that if we're not trying to plug the holes, that we take fistfuls of sand and throw it at the flame. Yeah, go for it. I'm not gonna cover all the holes in one round, so there's gonna be a bit of sand. Yeah, I'm going to go and, um, so for my action, I'm going to scoop up a fistful of sand, and I'm going to try and throw it as globulously as possible onto the flame. Pocket sand. All right. Roll. Improvise. It's an improvised attack with sand. Uh, but it's... it's <laughs> you know, no, I'm not going to make you roll for this. You throw the sand, the candle goes out. That is your action this round. So real quick, who was who was doing the the marvelous pigments? Uh, myself. Okay. And Sissy. So Ralph and Zynum, you're done. Yeah. Uh, Puffs, what would you like to do? All right. So I'm gonna say what I'm going to do, 
and then wanting to explain the mentality behind it. This is going to be real weird. Um, Umbra is going to move aside their mask and take the um, necklace that you described with the obsidian centerpiece and put it in their mouth. Because every other cell had an oral fixation when you were explaining it. <laughs> uh, That's fair. All right. That's fair. You uh, nothing happens. You do have some some sand in your mouth now, and it's kind of gritty and uncomfortable. That's about it. I'll probably be able to breathe sand now. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> See, you know what? I would not be surprised if that was true. You know, it it's worked twice now. I'm gonna use a warhammer chance, and just. If it works. I'm gonna, I'm gonna smash Medusa. <laughs> okay. Oh. Uh, you're hitting. What are you hitting exactly? Uh, the bow relief of Medusa. Okay. Roll on a sec. Preferably not the necklace part. <laughs> Nineteen. Yeah, you hit. Roll damage. Eight. Okay. Uh, yeah. There's now this nice crack that runs across like Medusa's face. You don't notice any difference. Uh, Hito, that just leaves you. What is your action for this round? I don't... I don't really know, to be honest. Like, we got somebody have, plugging up the holes. Do you have a That's torch? Kind of, I do have torches. Maybe try and pop it in the sconce? Sure, why not? I'll light a torch, put it in the sconce. Okay. Uh, you would have to remove the candle to put the torch in. I mean, sure. Uh, uh, there's now a torch in the sconce, and it's lit. You see inside the room, there's sand slowly filling up. It does seem to be slowing down a little bit with uh, Ralph painting over the holes. Round two. The sand is about six inches deep. Okay. You guys want to do the same order? Or are we brainstorming? I mean, you can try breathe the sand if you want. There's only six inches of it. Like, you, like they'd have to like lay flat on, <laughs> on their back. Plus, they want to wait until it's a foot deep and then stick their face in it, ostrich style. But I think with That's the... Ho- I hope it doesn't come to that. <laughs> <laughs> I think the I think the warlock should try use at least the first warlock in sequence should probably try uh, Eldritch Sight again. Now that the candle's out, maybe the candle was what was causing the empty magic cone to be present. I have something that might get your same thought process across in a different way, if you don't mind me going first on this one. Go, I, I'm all for it. Like at the minimum, I just want to do something that's low cost magic that will prove, hey, we can cast magic again. I, I take out the veil of fear and face it at the Medusa. Uh, Wait, the Medusa's uh, alive? Or the Medusa's stone. She's stone. It's, it's stone. Um, that's that's going to be your action. Is that what you want to do? I'm fine with that. Okay, you take out the veil of fear. It is inert. There is no magic in the veil right now. Okay. Well, that answers that. All right. I'm I'm going to be painting up more holes. Okay. So you're painting. Um, the veil was who? Sorry. That was uh, Umbra. Okay. <laughs> with the uh, with the jewelry in their mouth. Sure. Okay. Uh, do you still have the thing in your mouth? You're just giving your mouth there. I mean, sure. I mean, it's something you tell me. I just. I, I I see no reason to not do that anymore. Okay. That size scared me. <laughs> okay. So, Coach, what are you doing? Um, not sure what else to do, so I'm gonna smack Medusa again. Okay. Um, real quick, go yeah, go ahead and do that. Roll, roll an attack, and then I'll just go ahead and tell you if it's 15 or higher. Roll damage. 15. Okay, yeah, you hit. So roll damage. Five. One. I mean, 
You do some chip damage to it. It's a little worse than it was. It, it is what it is. Right, so that's your turn. Puffs, Avra. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. Roll a perception check with your tongue. Oh, my favorite type of perception. Yeah. <laughs> I've never heard of heard anyone do this as before. As you are... As... I'm, like, swallowing this thing by accident. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. All right. I'm going to have to perform CPR. <laughs> cool. Uh, all right. Do we uh, notice anything based on that perception check? No, it was a net one. Come on. <laughs> right now, all you guys see is sand falling from the ceiling. Um, it is slow. It is getting slowed down by painting over the holes. Do I do, do I have like a sense right, of like how long it'll take me to paint all the holes over? So you think at this point you've spent. This is two rounds doing it. You think about four more rounds will stop it completely. It's not bad conversion, right? It's not. It puts us at four feet of sand. I mean, it's. I mean, as long as we stay on top of it. Is yeah, there gives us six feet in is the there room. A door out. Uh, my gosh! If there's a door. No, because I was just thinking like. Like, okay, so maybe, like, the Medusa's in front of the door. Even if we dealt with the Medusa, after four rounds, we're in four feet of sand. If the doorways are only six feet high, we either, one, have to dig out of sand to get through it, or we're already crawling through it. It's better than getting suffocated. I'm just thinking of comfort. Alright, so you're looking for a door specifically. An exit of a variety. Not, Not specifically a door, meanwhile, there's a freaking skylight above a nope I want a door only if I cannot walk through it sure dice alright so you're just you're just analyzing the room in general for an exit yes roll a perception check I can't wait to shut my eyes I can't wait to poke my eyes over this perception check here we go nat 20 alright damn okay so with a nat 20 you don't get a bonus or anything to it uh literally my uh literally my um. Oh, sorry. I it was can a give plus another. Plus another twenty-one. Not that it matters too much. I mean, it's a nat twenty. I'm going to give you a lot with a nat twenty. Yeah, I can give a flashback. Oh, the blueprints of the room descend upon you. So, you notice with that perception check, there seems to be a seam around the Medusa boss relief that would indicate it is a secret door. <gasps> you would also notice because you rolled a nat twenty, um, the floor doesn't seem solid. You're actually, as you're standing on it, you kind of, as you're, you're doing that Shifting thing where, like, you, you dig your, you dig your foot into the sand just because, like, you're kind of, like, it's just a twitch or something that you do to, to focus. Like, you're on the beach, you put your feet in the sand and try to make them sink. Um, you're noticing that, like, as more weight is being put on the floor, it seems like the floor is... Lowering? Bowing, bowing under the weight. Okay. And there is a rumbling noise under the floor. Alright, so I will calmly but hurriedly announce that the floor is giving way and the Medusa is hiding a secret door. Okay. What I did not give you with that perception check is anything about the button because... Puffs. Puffs is tongue-punching this... this The button. The button, yeah. He is okay. tongue-punching the button. Okay, okay. <laughs> well, in that case, it should be activating. Drusilla stops. Drusilla stops. <laughs> you Drusilla would stops think so. Holes. Holes. Mr. Nat 1 perception check, you would think so. <laughs> I was right about the oral fixation of these cells. 
I, you know, I never noticed it before, but now that I'm sitting here looking at every single fucking room, <laughs> it is always something to do with mouths in every room. I mean, like, the board, even the ones chomp, you haven't chomp, gone chomp. to. Yeah, it's anyway. Does the perception check let me know if the gorgon's mouth is open? <laughs> I mean, because the oral fixation may not be our own eyes. this time. Hitto, you're up. All oh, the Medusa's hiding secrets, and we've been punching it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna take a swing <laughs> at this thing too. Okay, roll an attack. Yes, twenty-five. We are smacking the rocks. Sure. Smashing. Roll, roll damage. All right, and I will be using Fury of the Small on this as well. So, eighteen. Damn. Alright, so you blast the crap out of this relief. It is unrecognizable. The relief itself seems like it is falling apart. You notice behind it is the same kind of solid stone wall, and you don't seem to be damaging that really at all. Is the necklace attached to the relief or the wall? Yes. Is it still attached to the wall? So wait, it's still attached to the wall the guy's got in his mouth? So, the necklace, as you're looking at it now, the necklace looks like it was built to look like part of the relief, but it is actually attached to the wall behind the relief directly. Now I jumped, I'm not blind. Right, now that you've destroyed the relief and see the wall behind it, that's what you see. So, so. visually, let me get this straight. He took the necklace off of the relief and put it in his mouth with what could be a string or a chain that extended from the jewel in his mouth to the relief. So, it's kind no, of no, like no, no, I no. gave the Medusa a kiss, except for I put its necklace in my mouth. Yeah, so the necklace, it's not its not a necklace, oh. it's not like a chain. It's literally part of the sculpture. You're like sucking on the wall right now. I'm so, oh, okay. I'm when I heard so necklace, I thought it was like a loose necklace. <laughs> like... Okay, I thought it was a loose that was like, I'm going to take it off the Medusa and shove this thing in my mouth. No, okay. I have an intelligence modifier of zero. This was the best plan I could think of. <laughs> I'm going to eat it. Valid. I can honestly say I have played through this and I've run this and neither time did this happen. No one <laughs> ever thought, let's put it in our mouth. That's just not where anybody's head was at. It just... You did <laughs> tell you us all the play children. that a lot. <laughs> Okay, so Drusilla stops filling holes, and she's like, maybe we should just wait and see what happens with the floor. Do you like falling? Because I think we may be falling if we let too much sand get in here. Well, I can fly. I don't know about you. Okay, well, the rest of... Okay, I can I mean, swim. That's my thing. See? See? Scales? Little, little things on my neck? That means I can swim. I don't know about these guys, but I don't fly. Well, it doesn't look like there's a door behind the Medusa. I thought that's exactly what it looked like. Yeah, that is exactly. I mean, she she she's just going off of like the the solid wall behind it. She she it hasn't yeah. picked up. You, on the, you well, guys. there is a part of the wall that we can't see, glaring at the one trying to eat the jewelry. Yeah, you do know there is definitely a secret door there. You see it. That is okay. So it's no no longer secret. Yeah, you you are positive it's a door. You just have to open it somehow. Okay. Are okay. we still in turn order, or can I spit the thing out? Well, so new turn. Uh, the sand has slowed down considerably. There is 11 inches of sand in the room now. Alright. Still not as intelligent as I should be. I'm going to spit out the thing into my hand. I'm going to punch the door wall with my hand that's holding the um, 
for lack of a better phrase. Uh, Keystone? Sure. Um, so, as you're looking at this now, I'll, I'll go ahead and do this, just for the sake of it. Roll another perception now that you're looking at it. Alright. So, correct me. Inspiration. Do I have to do it before I see the result or after I see the result? Uh, technically, it's supposed to be before, but I'm not gonna... If you want to use it after, that's fine. Can I give you guidance? Nice. guidance? Uh, that will... That'll be your action. Uh, that's that that's fine action. Fine by me. I, okay. I give you a little bop on the head. Okay. And so, do you want to roll it, or do you want me to roll it, your guidance? Um, you can roll it. Alright. Um... Good, good. I'm also going to throw my talisman in there. Okay. You know what? I'm also going to just throw my inspiration in there. Um, Ooh la la. Yes. Yeah, I'll throw in a flash of genius, too. So that'll well, add right. three. So, Give I'll go ahead 50. and say well, got, keep. You've already met the DC, so let's just oh, okay. stop with the shenanigans. <laughs> there is, as part of this necklace, there is a piece that depresses that is a button, but it looks like it is locked in place right now. Like we need to move it? Like, no, like the button itself is locked. Does it match up to any part of the door? Alright. You guys have it in your head that you're holding this thing. It is literally attached to the wall. Oh. Yeah. Oh, it's literally, like, it's still on the wall. Yeah, it is. It is structurally part of the it was made to look yeah, so, like a necklace. Yeah, so has yes. just been kind of, like, sucking on it. When I tell you you were sucking on the wall, that's what I meant. Like, you were... Like, like the, the, fr- the fruit... The wall. Yeah, the fruit wall in Willy Wonka, like... <laughs> yes, that's exactly... <laughs> ah, the snazzberries taste like snazzberries. Oh, man. So. Alright, uh, so I'll just kind of, like, wave everyone over to, to this, so hopefully somebody smarter than myself can figure it out, and then I'll also clean it off. Okay, so Puffs and Ralph, you guys are done for this round. You have sounds good. You have noticed that there is a button, but the button is jammed. It, it's it is locked. You get the sense that it could be unlocked with some effort, but there's a mechanism holding it in place, keeping it from being pressed right now. I don't really know how to describe it because it's not really written that well in the book, but that's the idea. So. Coach Hitozinum, what are y'all doing? So it's a mechanism that we believe can move, but just we haven't found a way to do that yet. Yes. It's the safety's on and you're not sure how to turn the safety off. That's what right, you're looking right. at. That, that, that's what I, was, I just don't know if I am like going against Alcum's razor here and trying to think like maybe there was a puzzle in the room that we missed. What about the other mural? There's another there was a mural in here? Well, the whole room is covered with a mural of just the sands swallowing up civilization. But so, so nothing depicting this room. No, it, that's yeah. Okay. Maybe we need to wait until the sand covers the gem. Does anyone have a goblet? Uh. Oh, that's a good question. Um, I don't. It's well, not, it's I not do my... have the. Uh, I have the alchemist uh, trope. Uh, I have. I have a mess kit which contains a cup. I okay because I want to try and I'm going to do the dumb thing and try and trick the jewel into thinking it's covered in sand. Go for it. Okay. I'll I'll let you do that. Like I'm not gonna. You can just rummage through my stuff. There's a lot of All right, so scribbled notes about. So that that will be your action. Jacob. Is that what yeah? You my mean? action will be to take the goblet, fill it with sand. And 
try and and try and like like spider seal like you're trying to capture a spider just right, spider right, right. seal mm-hmm. the jewel with the sand over it okay so you do that you take it off the button still doesn't press okay so it's not maybe okay so that's maybe you need to press it while it's submerged in sand it's gonna be really hard to do without magic Alright, Coach and Hitto. Yeah. Okay, I got an idea. Uh, I'm going to take the candle that was originally in the sconce, relight it, and kind of move it around the necklace button thing. Maybe its its fire was a little bit weird, so maybe it's got some kind of magical near-field communication. I don't know. Okay, so you do that. Doesn't have any effects. Button is still locked. How high Does is... the flame reveal anything on the wall as he's doing it? Uh, I would let that be a perception check, but it's not... Not my turn. Got yeah. it. You already used your action. Yeah, that's fine. All right, I'll, I'll do... So I haven't used mine yet. I'll do a perception check. Okay, roll perception. Uh, dirty 20. You know that there is nothing else hidden on this wall. With that, the light on it, it is just... You also know with that perception... The button is pretty obviously what opens this door. You also sense that it is very imminent. This floor is about to give out. Like, pretty soon. Quick, everybody climb onto the immovable rod. Well, I yeah, I can fly as well. Can, can you fly in a magicless environment? Uh, no. Oh, that's a I'm good question. Sure. Maybe we're meant to fall? Who is... If we were meant to fall, the room would be made more easily collapsed than waiting for sand to fill it. I would have thought there would be, like, this stake in the ground that's already there, and then the mural would be depicting, like, a dwarf smashing with a hammer and the Okay, okay, I have an idea for the next round that, at the very least, we could try to press the gem while it's covered in sand, and I, but I don't even know if that's going to work. Is, is this our next round? Didn't we all go? All right. So real quick, is every where is everybody? Uh, I'm I'm standing in front of the jewel. I'm standing in front of the one secret door. Who I'm I was just next to whoever made the big big perception roll. Yeah, that was me. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm right all, next to design them. I think we're all so you somewhere all are, near the button, right? Yeah. All of our weight is concentrated in one area of the weakening floor in front of the button. Good. Yes. Good, good, yes. good, good, good. Very well, wise. very wise. <laughs> <laughs> I would use the Warhammer and strike the ground beneath us. Well, you don't have to, because the sand reaches a critical point, and you hear this crack as the floor flips open down the center of the room like a trap door that hit the weight ratio that was needed. All of the sand falls. I need each of you to tell me how you are keeping yourself from falling down. Uh, Unless you want to just fall. I grab onto the remains of the room. Okay. Something that's still attached to the problem. Sure. Go ahead uh, and roll. You know what? You're right there. What? What is your strength? Uh, strength is 11. Yeah, sure. You're able to just hang on, because you were already messing with it. You grab onto a piece of the relief. I Is grab it... the immovable rod and hang onto that. Okay. 
So you are clicking the rod to hold it in place and mm. hanging on? Yeah. Okay. So who was hanging on to the relief? Sorry. Trying to get person by person. I, was, uh, I, was I would have tried hanging on. If, I, if the floor suddenly caved beneath me, I would try to hang on to the relief. Okay. Uh, Hitzo, what are you doing? That was me. I'm hanging on to the relief. Okay. Puffs? I'm going to, with my 19 strength, put my hand so far up this button, and if I can't just indent my fist in this wall to keep a hold of it, then I'll come up with a plan as I'm falling, because my first, my first thought is to punch my problem. Okay. So... I will say, functionally, you're able to do that without a check. Um, you are basically hanging on to the button itself. Ralph, what are you doing? Okay, I, I just wanted to double check. In terms of lighting in this room, is it really just the candle that's kind of being lit, and it's just kind of like... Uh, Hito lit a torch and put it in the relief, so you see everything. But right now, all you see is the sand sinking. Like, whatever the floor fell out, you are all reacting in the moment. You didn't know it was coming because of Coach's last perception check. So you were ready for it, so I'm not doing reactions only, but what do you do? Am I technic am I in dim light? I'm probably not. Uh the room itself is lit enough you're able to see everything. Well no, that's not actually the, that's not the thing. I it, oh, is the oh. is the light bad enough for it to be dim light? Yeah, it's dim light in the whole room. Okay, cool. Then I'm going to use my steps of night ability, which in dim light or darkness I can give myself a flying speed. Uh, equal to my walking speed. So I'm just going to float off and drift off the ground. That lasts for okay. a minute. Alright. Is that a magical effect? Yes. <laughs> cool. Alright, so here's what happens. Ralph and Coach. Because Coach, you click the movable rod. Magic doesn't work in here. Oh. So you fall. Ralph, you fall. Uh, I'm sure it's fine. So, Puffs, Hitto, and Zynum, what you see happen, as you look down, the sand is being chewed up between gigantic, basically paper shredders. Oh, shit. <laughs> giant stone and metal rollers with interlocking teeth beneath the floor. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um... Someone took the concept of meat grinder a little too literally with this, but all right. We found the mouth of the- I will say this. Uh, Huffs, you hung on to the button. Mm-hmm. You noticed the lock disengage at the same moment that the floor unlocks. Oh, for fuck's sake. <laughs> Press the button. Okay. The door swings open. The three of you are able to go easily enough. Coach and Ralph, is there anything you'd like to do at the last second before you go through literally this meat grinder? Attempt um, to smash it in the mouth with the hammer? Okay. I, okay, I'm... Alright, li literal Hail Mary. I'm gonna try my divine intervention. <laughs> Roll a d100, sir. I do not want to die. Wait, um, the, would that even work in a place where magic doesn't work? I have the or... power of God and anime on my side, I don't care. Um, the Martin intervention is different. That yeah, is, yeah. That is praying to your god, like, hey, can you come in and step in here? You're not generating magic. Yeah. It's like no mm. different than yelling to win the lottery. Yeah. I want okay, so do I need to decide what I want it to do first, or can I just roll it? Tell me what you're asking for. Okay. I'm asking for some way in which I do not get ground to a pulp. 
Okay. Very, very broad strokes. So, sure. D100. Yep. Roll. Nope, that's 35. Okay. I'm gonna die. Um, okay, question. <laughs> Did I hear the door open? Yes. Okay, can I change what I'm doing based on that information? Yes, you can. Okay. It's, it might not work, but whatever. I'm going to touch myself and attempt to cast fly. Uh, magic does not function. I wasn't sure if, if the door opening changed it. Okay. Was I? Did I like fall? Oh, no, I already tried my thing. I already tried my thing. I'm falling right. down. God damn it! God damn it! Uh, Sissy was up there too. All right. So, puffs. You press the button as a reaction. Zynam and Hitto, I will allow you to a reaction to try and save your friends. It has to be something split second. Just grab me. <laughs> Might be nice. Or uh, extend a. How long would a quarter staff be? What four feet? Um. Do people have rope? Quarters. I have ropes. Up. There are ropes. I have rope, but like I'm falling. So can I... we pull it out? And, like we're talking like literally reaction. Yeah. yeah. Like you I guys... think the ropes are in our bags. Yeah. If you're the holding your quarterstaff, something... just poof. Yeah. I will allow the quarterstaff. The rope would have been something you had to spin. Like okay, this is we're getting ready to fall. Let's get the rope ready. Right. They both have been falling for less than six seconds. Right. So like they were in arm's reach. Can you grab them? Well, no. That's well. You grabbed that. Uh, we were all close you. to each other, so maybe. Well, I, the reason why I said the quarter staff is because I was acknowledging the fact that people are moving at the same time that I am trying to reach out. So if we're moving at the same rate, the distance that gap we have will be constant. So I'm trying to close that gap really quick with four feet of something that wasn't there before. So I am going to reach out to the closest person I can and just extend my quarter staff for them to grab. Right. Whoever's so the closest to the door. I I will say this, because this is reactions, um, the quarterstaff will give you a little leeway. I will allow... Who are you reaching for, Zynam? Oh. Can I reach for both of them? Who's your favorite child? <laughs> I, I was standing right next to you, Zynam, so... No, I'm that's what I'm saying. Closest. Like, I think... Yeah, I think I was going to reach out for the one close to me, so it would have been Ralph. I would have okay. reached out for it. Okay. So, Ralph, uh... Do I... Roll... Dexterity to try and catch it? Yeah. Okay. It's there to try and catch on to the. Okay, I've got a the quarter staff. I've got a plus two dex, so that's uh, a seven. Nope, that worked. I wasn't gonna poke you in the face in the process. That'd be very wonderful. Well, so, Ralph, you are going down. Uh, coach or not, coach? Hitto. Um, right. Yeah, there is still Sissy uh, who hasn't done anything yet. Oh yeah. So Sissy is also falling. Was there anything Sissy was going to do? Uh, force empowered rend on the wall. Okay, sure. Um, alright. Uh, Hito, are you doing anything to try and catch uh, anybody? I will give them the ability to save themselves by tossing uh, at them the cape of the mountain back. Ooh. Okay. Uh, who are you tossing it to? We'll take a action to cast, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> also, is probably magic, but Maybe you can catch both ends. Who knows? Who knows? Effects. Who knows where this magic field ends? Oh. Mm -hmm. yeah. well, he doesn't let go of one end. Oh, so wait. Actually, just try and whip like use that as a rope and try and hopefully if someone touches. I'll it, allow that. I mean, I'll allow you to just toss up the cake too, but it is currently inert as it is in an anti magic field. But I mean, who are you tossing the cake to? How far apart are they? I mean, you guys are all crowded pretty close around the 
the boss relief, but so I'd say five to ten feet. Okay, then just in their general direction, since this is reactionary. Okay, Coach, I'll let you have a reaction deck save to try and grab the cake. Fair enough. Uh, since it is a saving throw, I do still have uh, so what is it? Uh, Flash of Genius I can use on it. Doesn't say what kind of saving throw I can use it on. So it's a deck save. Uh, crit. Ooh. Okay, you grab hold. You y'all about to are lose your falling. y'all about to lose your cleric. Yeah. So <laughs> with uh, the crit and a plus three from the uh, flash, does that help me help them or anything? I'll tell you what. With that, a twenty-three plus three. Mm-hmm. Ralph, you missed the the quarterstaff, but Coach is right there. And he rolled really well on his deck save. I'll let you reach out for Ralph. So, Ralph, roll a deck save at disadvantage. Oh. I have, uh, you were within 30. I have one more, uh, Flash one of Genius. One more Flash of Genius. Genius. Okay. Oh, shit. That's a, that, that's 24 What? Don't worry. <laughs> I, think, I think that's meant to be a secret. Oh, okay. So I roll twice. <laughs> oh, okay. Roll twice and take the lower. Okay. Oh, a dex, is it a dexterity saving throw or just a check? Saving throw. Okay, I've got plus three on that. One. Okay. Oh, okay. Lowest is a 16. Okay. So, you managed to grab on the coach, and you are dangling just above the rollers. Um, the force-empowered rend, unfortunately, does not affect the wall really at all. Sissy falls into the rollers and takes 127 points of force damage. Oh, Jesus. And is reduced to dust. Mm-hmm. Like ground into sand. Is literally the text that it reads. Mm-hmm. Sissy! Alright, pull me up, pull me up. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Fear's over. Let's go, come on. <laughs> yeah. So you guys, like, uh, Funky chained this. You guys are slowly pulling everybody <laughs> oh up. Oh my god. <laughs> you do make it out of the room. You survived. We did it. Yeah, yeah, we did it. <laughs> Draw an anti-magic field generator. <laughs> so yeah, absolutely. I don't I don't know what that looks like. We, yeah. we should take a moment to mourn our, our fallen. Yeah, we do. I, I, I light a candle for... And as, as weird as it'll sound with other Did people, like with other people like it? mourning and such, as weird as it'll sound, eh, I'll make another. That's okay. <laughs> we, we don't know you can make another, so for <laughs> us, it's like someone literally dying. Yeah, no, Drusilla, Drusilla is very teary. Drusilla is very teary eyed. She's like, we had such good times. Right, Umbral takes off their mask completely, mask across chest, and just kind of like sits and stares at the ground, defeated. Yeah. That's okay. I'll so, make another. Don't worry. You know what I did forget? <laughs> Y'all brought dragon bait with you. Oh. Wait, dragon bait oh. was with us? Oh, yeah. You guys brought it with you. Yeah, yeah, we did. Oh, man. Yep. Oh. I'll tell you oh. what, Levy. I'm a... I, I, guess, I guess we fed those choppers tonight. Uh, we were but dragon bait is a genius. He would have figured out the button. Oh, yeah. Dragon bait. Dragon bait was not helpful at all, but did manage to make a deck save to grab hold of something. Okay, so brilliant. Dragon bait is not not dead. <laughs> I, I will at least give you that. That's good. <laughs> all right. Um, you guys get the strong scent 
of um, violence off of dragon bait. <laughs> Better than urine. Yep. I mean, there's a little bit of that too, but <laughs> I think we're all most, just yeah. yeah. There's a lot of yeah. I'm not. There's a lot of that going around. Yeah. A lot of sodium. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Very salty. Okay. So. What? Yeah. Is there anybody that 127 would not have killed? No. It wouldn't. It's not nope. like double. It's not. It's not double my hit point total. But, but if you hit zero, you get turned to dust, right? I think if you go, I don't think. I think last I checked, like if you take your full life in damage in one fell swoop, you're dead. Well, no, it has to be so, twice. Has to be twice your whole thing. It has to be twice. Oh, it has yeah. To be twice. Now, if, in this particular case, if it reduces you to zero hit points, yeah, it's like a disintegrate. If, however, if you do like, if I rolled super low, if you had hit points, there was stuff beneath it, but that didn't come up. Okay, I might, I might, I, I could, I could have survived it, maybe, but I definitely not wouldn't want to risk it. I could not have survived it. Yeah, I so, no, I would no. Since we are past it at this point, <sighs> underneath it is just a little tiny pit with a button on the wall and if you press the button, the room just deactivates, the rollers go away and you guys pass the room. So, it's possible that somebody just survives falling like a barbarian or something and then... For a cauldron? <laughs> Did the cauldron have 127 hit points, sir? No, not even close. Maybe nope. it has damage resistance from rollers. Bummer. From force damage? <laughs> from specifically rollers. That's an odd line of text. Resistant to damage resistance from rollers. Huh. Wonder why that's in there. I'm sure he won't encounter that anytime soon. Can never curl her hair. That's the developer being really salty about their experience in this particular room. Yeah. So, uh, I guess I can't go backwards anymore. Nope. Well, if you really want to, you can go through the oubliette. But you also have opened the final room if you would like it. <sighs> Let's okay. The <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I also made a mistake in the previous room where I have uh, gnome cunning, so when I I wouldn't have gotten a, or I would have had advantage on the wisdom save. Oh, against, cool. Yeah, I completely forgot well, about it though. I mean, all's well that ends well. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So before before we proceed, I'm going to just uh my Giselle's eyes will flash black, and I'm going to cast uh, false life um on myself for uh, using my shadow-touched feet, so I get 1d4 plus 4 hit points. Uh, temp temporary, okay. temporary hit points. Sure. Do I see them do that? Probably. I'm not super concerned. Now, now I'm at 100 hit points. <laughs> it's Okay, so I have Fiendish Vigor, which lets me cast False Life without spending a spell slot, no components and the like. So if I see someone casting False Life on themselves... I think my character would also likely follow suit in not knowing why someone would go through the process of casting false life if they didn't need to. And she feels so like, oh my gosh, twinsies. So, <laughs> yes, the twinsies. we know this next room is like the big room, right? Like, we can kind of see it. Uh, well, alright. I just had the fear of God in me, like... it's This is one of those out of character, like, you guys know the next one is the big one, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. In character, I mean, it's 
to anyone's guess. This is kind of like a fever dream. So, like, do you know? Eh. Just you... like the entryway to this thing is is huge, isn't it? Yeah, like you you guys are. I will let you cast any prep spells you would like to. All right, um, I'm gonna cast Pass Without Trace on all of us and give us a plus ten to stealth and make us not be able to be traced except by magic means. Wonderful. Who who is still at the lowest hit points? Oh. Uh, or rather, who's going to be taking who's going to be taking the most damage apart from me? <laughs> I certainly will not. Well, I no longer have the skill defender to to help. So, um, yeah. You also you also have um healing, don't you, Coach? No. 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 Okay. Um. Oh yeah. No. It's the al- it's the alchemist that right. that has healing. So. Real quick, before we get too far into this, um, I'm going to go one by one. Starting with Hitto, what is your alignment? Uh, chaotic neutral. Chaotic neutral. Mm-hmm. Hitto, your dexterity score becomes 23 for this next room only. Oh, shit. All right. Coach, what is your alignment? Uh, All right, Hitto, go ahead real quick. Write down Ijin. I-J-I-N. These are the false gods. Yeah, that is your trickster god. A neutral good. Neutral good. Go ahead and write down Shagambi, and you get plus one attack anytime you take the attack option. Nice. But only if you spell it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Rude. Puffs, what is your alignment? Uh, true neutral. The stealth check for Pass Without Trace was a nat 20 for a 37, by the way. Bam. I, I just don't want us to be seen anymore. <laughs> I do not do not perceive me. I, right. I just want to be able to look at the I'm room shy. without it killing us for <laughs> once. So puffs. Uh-huh. Uh write down Unk, U-N-K-H. And your constitution score for the next room only is twenty-three. Oh nice, it doubled. Um, so just write down somewhere in pencil what your new hit point total is. Because that does increase as well. But again, this is only for this next group. Okay. So it only increased by six. Or no, by ten, because that's how many levels we've done. Okay. Well, if it doubled... Wait, if it doubled? You're going to get a lot more than ten. What was your con score before? Oh, shoot, that's right. It was one, so five, so it's plus fifty. Jesus. <laughs> yeah, so you have you have fifty more hit points on top of what you And I still had. would have died to the grinder. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Ralph, alignment. Drusilla is lawful good. Lawful good. Not after reading that, smut. <laughs> <laughs> she, she, She's lawful good she in fa- her eyes. She follows the, law, she follows the, the teachings of Stefano Major. She's lawful. <laughs> she obeys the, those laws. So she must be Team Jacob then. <laughs> and the, she is currently in her Team Jacob <laughs> phase. She's conflicted about it, but that is the camp she's in at the minute. But Level 17, uh, who knows? Uh, yeah, so you're lawful good. Zynum, what are you? Uh, neutral evil. Neutral evil, okay. So, I, I picked which ones I was giving you guys based on practicality, because I'm a nice DM. Uh, so, neutral evil, write down Nang Nang. You have permanent spider climb. Ooh. Oh, that's Ooh. legit. Oh, you can do a lot of fun stuff you're with that. Spider-Man. You want to trade? <laughs> uh, um, and then Ralph, you get the last one, which is not lawful good. You get. I don't mind. I actually just pulled that out of my ass. I don't. 
really give my characters alignment. It's a description, not a prescription? Yeah. Okay, so Ralph, you get Kubazon. Okay. Your strength is 23. Oh, for fuck's sake. <laughs> okay. I'll take it. Um, I'm not... Headbutt it! I don't think I'm gonna change that. that. Kubazon smash! She, she just gets really muscular and buff all of a sudden. You know? Definitely you know? Team Jacob. Yeah, definitely Team Jacob right now. <laughs> Which, just for everyone to know, Ijin is an Almirage. Kubazon is a Frog Hemoth spirit. Oh. Nang Nang is a Grung. Shigambi is a Kamadon. I actually don't know what that is. Uh, Ankh is a Flail Snail. That's that's Whoa. everybody, right? Yeah, that's everybody. Wait, Yo, what, what, Kamadon which one did is I cool. get? I get Kamadon. Kondagon? It's Kamadon. It's it's like Kamadon. Kubazon. Frog Hemoth. Kubazon's a Frog Hemoth. Oh, okay, yeah, so I got I got real swole. Uh, Shigambi is, uh, so it looks like a jaguar with a bunch of, uh, serpents coming out of his neck. Yeah, it's, it's if a jaguar was Medusa. It's awesome. Nice. Sweet. Makes sense. I almost died in the Medusa room, eh? Yeah. <laughs> Mine's just a so, bunny with a horn. Yeah. The human bunny, though. Alright. They have a lot of mythology backing them. It's really cool. Yeah, they do. Um, Seriously, guys, if you get a chance to play Tomb of Annihilation, take it. It is a fantastic module. I'm yeah, I'm the, very much having fun. <laughs> the the tomb itself. So, just above game, since we're at the end's mm -hmm. room, uh, these tombs were all made by the same guy. Uh, he is a lich. He is very powerful, very ancient. This is basically adventurer farming. His goal is to kill you all and take all your magic shit. All of his rooms, there is a way through the dungeon, but most of the rooms, like the vast majority, are designed just to kill you or drain your resources. It's kind of upsetting that the card doesn't have uh, the room for this dungeon, like the one that the, gives the players the the biggest boon and heart attack at the same time with the <laughs> forbidden thing in it. Right. The what? The level spell in this dungeon, but the oh. card doesn't have it. So I'm guessing we're coming up against the Atropal? Yes. Uh, I'm literally so, looking at the card right now. <laughs> yeah. So, um, Don't worry, guys. It's only a 4-4. Four -four. I'm sure we'll make it out just fine. It it's, got, yes. it's got Pal right in the name. <laughs> Gal Pal. <laughs> Atropals are so creepy looking. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah, I'm looking yep. at the token, and it's... Well, there's oh, so their Link, too. You guys have your new ability for this room. Is there any other uh, yes. buffs that you would like to do? Um, Ombra. Drusilla is going to uh, flip open her book and whoosh, a flash of light will show up and you are imbued with uh, a death ward. So if you drop to zero hit points, um, you drop to one hit point instead. Sweet! And that is, that is not <clears throat> concentration. This, does anyone need healing? We haven't taken much damage, have we? No. I haven't taken any damage, but what I will do is I am going to use the staff of defense we got from the last dungeon that I'm still carrying around. Um, I'm going to use... Uh, I'm going to use a charge of it to cast Mage Armor on myself. To change my armor status from 12 to 13. Ha! Take that. N nice. And you do so. I'm going to... 
And so Aerodyne is going to touch the Warhammer and make it a magic weapon. So plus one to attack and damage. Sure. Now we sneaky nat 20, 37 stealth. Can't be detected except by magic. Are we into the room, right? Yes, you go into the room. So let me read you the text and then I have a picture for <gasps> you guys for reference. Oh. Okay. So, as you open this final massive gate, uh, crumbling balconies overlook a pool of lava filling this triangular chamber, above which is suspended an enormous crystal cylinder held in place by three adamantine struts. Wraith-like forms swirl inside the cylinder, and otherworldly screams hang in the air. Four long, writhing tentacles sprout from the cylinder's cap. A shriveled monstrosity the size of an elephant floats near the cylinder. Its body is wet and malformed, its arms and legs are atrophied, and its oversized head drips black goo. This creature is attached to the cylinder by a twisted, necrotic umbilical cord. That was going to be exactly the reference I was going to use. I was like, yeah, it sounds like an umbilical cord to me. Oh, lo and behold. Everything in that picture except the guy. Goopy. So goopy. So, um, this is on some... This is basically hovering above lava right now. Okay. That... We should fix that. I, I can fly over lava, lava, so... Well, I'm Venom, so... For I'll reference, that bottom... The triangle? Uh, room. Yeah, the triangle, that's the room. Yep. So... The Eldritch God thing, with tentacles and babies. Um, as you Love it. enter the room, you are all very stealth. It does not see you. <gasps> oh, thank God. Oh my god. Okay, who has ranged attacks? I do. I do. I do. I Is there do. any structural weaknesses that we can see? Uh, so, looking through this room, go ahead and give me a perception check. Oh, this ain't gonna go well. Because I'd like it to go well. Uh, perception. That's a, uh, a lovely 14. Okay. So, as you're looking, you see this gigantic cylinder. Inside it, you see pressed up, like, there are swirling figures inside, and there's a lot of them. But you see, you just catch a glimpse. The lady that was rotting as she was alive, you see her soul inside this just for a moment as it continues to swirl. And you get the sense that enough time has passed that she passed on, and her soul is trapped here. Oh. That... As you are looking, okay. you also see the Atropol pull a soul from this through the umbilical cord and consume it. Mm-hmm. Sounds like we have to break the bottle. You do notice that there are three struts, and there are four tentacles on top of this cylinder that look like the way they are acting, they are defensive and would probably protect the cylinder itself. So we either break the cylinder or break the struts and drop the thing into the lava? I think breaking the struts might be easier if those things look like they're defending the cylinder. I say those were, if those were arranged, we could try to take care of the distant ones while uh, while, War, while Foehammer here can just smash the one in front of him. That's the best I got. I think we should stay as far away from the actual ball as possible, stay away from anything that's defensive as possible, and buy as much time before nothing actually starts to want to deal with us. Yeah, yeah. Because um... the moment we touch that cylinder, it's going to go into a rage mode, because we're attacking a, we're attacking a fuel source. 
Yeah. And once he sees that we're going after a fuel source, they ain't going to be happy. So maybe break the bottle. Maybe boiling the bottle is a better idea. Just hit the struts and then let the souls and presumably it go into the lava beneath it. Um, I mean, it it will probably be getting a lot of assistance from this giant bottle. So, like, like health-wise. I will say, you're getting a lot of sulfur and ham and violets from Dragon Bait right now. Carry on. Yeah. <clears throat> we need to <laughs> decide to... Uh, we need to decide to do something quick. Alright, I'll act as bait because I have the death ward. Um, and go directly for the bottle. You guys break the struts. Before okay. we begin, like, we're real super stealth and can take a minute, right? Yeah. Yeah. Right now, you guys are not detected. You can. I can. You have time. I'm going to. Okay. I'm going to blast one of the struts with a fifth level magic missile. Like I went. Is that I went, before or after the one minute we want to talk? Well, yeah, yeah, yeah no, but like I'm, I'm that Drusilla is saying like I've got these charges left. I can do that. Yeah. Give me, give me one minute to study it, and I can gain some like kind of meta information about it with okay. uh, know your enemy. Actually, yes, you can. <gasps> oh yes. Come on, yes. stealth. Um, are the struts metal? They're ad- adamantine. Adamantium. Oh. So, would heat metal? <laughs> Wolverine's made out of this stuff. <laughs> Wait, don't you mean residuals? Would heat metal work? Unobtainium. Yeah, yeah, no, it's... <laughs> <laughs> it's Captain Chult made out of this. Would <laughs> you, so, if it is indeed a metal, regardless of the type, would heat metal work? Uh, it would make it hot. Yeah. Um, anything touching the metal would take some heat damage. Okay. So might, might be really hard but to destroy don't... the struts. So, um, I will say if you guys want to take time with your stealth rolls, you are undetectable. So if you want to take three minutes and just study everything in the room, I'll give you whatever meta information you're supposed to have. Okay. Spell lasts for an hour, guys, so... Okay. Fair enough. Um... In that case, I'll do four minutes will get me all the meta information that Know Your Enemy can possibly do. On the Atropal? Uh, yeah. Yeah, it's only creatures. I can't can't gain anything about the, the other structures. I Is mean, the room like you displayed it in the picture? Yes. So we know that those two, like, other rooms with... Those are balconies. Those are elevated, like... You would be looking up at those right now. Do we know what's on them? Like... No. Okay. You can't see onto them right now. I don't really have anything that can gain any more insight than what we would I break are doing. would I break sneak if I spider walked on the wall to see if I could see what's on the balcony or are they I would require another stealth trick for that. Ooh no, not gonna risk I it. I could give you guidance for it, but Well, because here's the thing. Pass without trace is only when you're within a certain distance from the caster. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. thirty feet. So unless he's hugging the wall and everyone's with... Because even, even if I were to climb, I still have only so many feet to go. It's not it's not worth breaking uh, without trace. So I think what I'll do is, uh, since I have a ranged attack, I'll go for one of the struts. But I'll do it from an elevated position. So that way I could... Um, Move higher up once, like, a fight breaks out. Yeah, once the fight breaks out, I'll be moving. Okay. But I'll I be... Have... For the record, I'm not I'm not starting combat until everybody says we're starting combat. Yeah. So this, you're just talking it out right yeah. now. Yeah. I have a so, firebolt and catapult I can do from range. All right. So you guys, you got uh, Hito. You did know your enemy, right? Yes. 
Okay. You're observing, I guess there's only the Atropol that is an actual creature. Yeah. Well, no, the tentacles would also be four identical creatures. I mean, if, okay. if we get the time, I can study it all. Yeah, so you would... Let me just give you numbers. How about that? Uh, sure. Alright, what do you want to know about the Atropol? Um, well, since we've got the time, I can I can do all of it, right? Alright, so name off what you would learn. Okay. And I'll give it to you. So, strength score? 19. Dex score? 5. Con score? 22. Oof. Armor class? 7. Current hit points? 225. Total class levels? 18. How many of them are fighter? <laughs> no. Seventeen. How many of them are level, baby? <laughs> level eighteen, baby. No, like that's literally one of the things I can ask. I can ask. Yeah, both. That's okay. yeah I, can that's say, crazy. I can say total class levels, and then how many are fighter? That's awesome. So if you answered that, I didn't hear you over everything. What was it? Total fighter level zero. Okay. Anything else? Uh, no, that's everything that I can ask with know your enemy. Okay. I will also give you uh, the tentacles. While they do not have a complete character sheet, uh, they do have a strength score of 22. Um, Dex. Well, they like I said, they aren't. They don't have a full character sheet. Oh, okay. They have a strength score of 22, armor class 15, and 30 hit points. Okay. Each of those, there's four of those. And then there's the soulmonger, and well, the the cylinder. It is the soulmonger, which is what it's called. That's cool. And the three struts, but you can't. You don't know about that. Yeah, I can't. I can't get anything on those. So, that's what you know. Okay. Alright. Thoughts? Feelings? It'll take about 32 punches to kill it. That's alright, we'll just extend this entire combat by 32 rounds. I hope to God it doesn't kill all of us in that span. Um, do you think I need 32 rounds to do 32 punches? Wrong. Yeah, you can do at least two Fair. each round. Sorry. So you can do it in 16 rounds. <laughs> at the max. At the maximum. Yeah. Oh gosh. So that's yeah, I also so, have extra attacks, so that helps. So the thing is that the low AC is deceptive like it's Because it's so many so many hit points. Hit. It well that's the thing. We don't know how many hit points it, it does have. it gains back oh, yeah. when it doms on a soul. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So that two twenty five is just the starting point. Yeah. We have no idea how many souls are in there or how much he gains back from it. So instead of trying I mean, to blast the point. struts, should we just try and break the soul longer itself, like the glass? My fear is that the more... Okay, so if we do hit the glass, we have to hit it as hard as possible to actually cause the glass to break. Because the moment it knows that we're trying to go for it and we fail to do it, we've given up the element of surprise. Well, what if we just use all of our surprise resources to try and shatter the glass? Like, destroy the whole thing entirely? So, yeah, I can... Because then it would be... No, sorry, go on. If, if I can get, like, right up next to it, I can blow... Five attacks, all of them with superiority dice, in one round, and then I'm I'm like spent. That's all my resources, other than just regular attacks and stuff. But I can do mm-hmm. like one big round. One big round. Yeah. Well, getting to it might be a bit of a problem because of because we got four things working against and us the lava. that don't seem to have mobility issues. Yeah. Well, the um, lava is if you fall. But I can make him fly. Tightrope walk. But yeah, four of those five hits would be melee. I can slap him on the back and make him fly. Okay, that that works. Um, but in terms of is, surprise, is that a concentrate? Is it? Yeah, as far as surprise goes. Yeah, as far as surprise goes, I think our best bet would be fly, punch the crap out of as often as we can, and then from there we just have to keep the atropol and the tentacles busy enough to get our guy, our guy back. 
Like, I'm just trying to think what happens after the surprise after we surprise it. I still um, have the death ward, right? So if I just start wailing on it, I'm kind of I'm an unavoidable target. They, it has to deal with me punching the crap yeah. out of it. So yeah. you guys can break everything, and I can act as distraction because I can pop up right next to it. Uh, yeah. Do we want um, Do we want him to pop up right next to it first, or do we want to? Has a lot of. I think I'm just going to use my my surprise round to blast the the, the soulmonger with the fifth level magic missile. Oh wait, you don't need to cast fly on me. Give me my cape back. <laughs> <laughs> that was that was a lot better than what we were planning. I mean, is there anywhere for yeah, you to so stand? Um, I can yeah, I can give somebody else fly too. On top yeah, of the container. Yeah, if you look at the at the soulmonger, there's two struts extending out, which would be the, the one of the three struts. So he could presumably balance himself on that, if not just flat hug the soulmonger itself. Okay, I I hope that will work out for you. It'll just at least for one turn. Yeah. I mean, like right now, like we're focusing all on this one turn and kind of improvising from there because we don't know what the actual will do. Yeah. Um, no plan survives the first encounter with the enemy. That's very true, but you know, <laughs> we'll we'll work it out as we go. And everyone has a plan until you get punched in the face. And... Okay, so we have that. So we're gonna we're gonna magic missile and can somebody else do a ranged attack on the soulmonger? Does someone say catapult? I can uh, catapult. Yeah, I can Eldritch Blast. Yeah. Um, as best I can. Um, I'm just trying to think. No, it has to be on a. Wait a minute. We have the full stats. Do we have anything that will cause the Atropol to do a to ha- to do a saving throw? I mean, I have a bunch of spells that can make it do saving throws. Because I have hex. I'm gonna force it to do four strength saving hex throws. Hex is for ability checks. Yeah. Just for point of order. Oh, ability checks. Yeah. Do we know what yeah. type of creature this is? You it's baby. Can can we roll to try and identify that? I'll let you roll nature or religion. Uh, I, I can roll. I can roll the religion and ble- and and give myself guidance. Bada bing, bada boom. Um. Yeah, so well, all right. Let's. It's who is maintaining? Who is maintaining pass without trace? I am. Um, that would be um, okay. Right. Yeah. Okay. So fine. Guidance. Go ahead. Eighteen. 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 What is this baby? Yeah, actually. So, this is... You would know... You'd know that this is not of the natural world. Or, hang on, what did you roll? Religion? Yeah. Uh, this is a... But in terms of, like, in its relation to the Twilight universe. Um... <laughs> oh, dear God. <laughs> so, this is a creature that is... pulled from the Void, uh, the Shadowfell, or some dark layer of the abyss it is basically right now it is a titan right now it is it is it is a it has the potential to become a god but it is atrophied and malformed and abandoned and it would take a lot of power and life force it is a parasite that if it feeds enough it becomes a deity so we want to cut off its food source fair no no nun nums for baba would that be fair to assume then that my pack weapon, Lightbringer, that deals extra damage to undead creatures, would deal extra damage because undead normally come from those areas? It d- doesn't seem undead to me because I—that's re- that's relevant to my to a cleric. So I will say this: Dragon Bait uses divine sense. Oh, that turns to you, gives you a thumbs up. It's a, so it's it's undead. It is undead. Okay, cool. That means I can 
make it scary. So our, our scary. reward from the first dungeon is super useful in the second dungeon. <laughs> Woohoo! <laughs> Who could have planned that? Okay, wait, so if we know it's undead... That'll be good with um, Dragon Bait as well, because he probably has some sort of paladin-y undead I have two smelling. paladin spells. Hell yeah. Cool. So is there anyone particularly... Because now I finally know what Magic Circle does, and it happens to have an aversion to the undead. Oh, I also have Magic Circle. So if we, so if we need... Well, now if we have two people that particularly need to survive this particular deal, you know, we at least have something. Oh, so we can just straight up send two champions in and have two people support three champions in because we have uh, Dragon Bait. Um, yeah, if, if, as long as we can get them over there. Oh, that is true. The range is only 10 feet. Fly. But once it's there, it's good. Um, Fly. It, also takes, it is also a minute casting time. So Yeah, Circle of Power oh, is not... Okay. Uh, oh, no, sorry. You're, you're thinking Magic Circle. I'm looking at my Circle of Power spell. That's different. Oh, gotcha. No, Magic Circle is one minute, unfortunately. Uh, oh, okay. So let's do this. So we're still doing sneaky bits now. Uh, could we... There is a vocal component. To what? Can a vocal component be whispered? Yeah. So... With a 32 stealth? Technically... 37. Here's here's the deal. Technically, casting a spell pops you out of stealth. Yeah. Right now, I'm letting you guys plan a lot. The minute you start doing stuff, you think it's probably going to see. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. All right. That's fair. That's fair. So, do we need to make something fly? One, one, well, we one of the, the melee cave. fighters, at the very least. Well, we, we should also cool. double-check our initiative order to help plan. Right. Yeah, I'm way down at the bottom, but me too. Uh, ruling question though. So when so when I tried to uh, save myself with fly and it didn't work, did that burn a spell slot? I would say no. Oh, so I could make two things fly. We have two melee fighters. Boop. Touch them both. So well, that's casting a spell. Yeah. So I think that Burn. would be. Oh. Yeah, that like, would be okay. literally that, that would the be, le- okay. Basically, okay. here's how this is gonna go. I need. When we get to the point where we're doing stuff, you get one surprise round. Mm-hmm. And you're going to tell me what action you take during your surprise round. And I will let the surprise round happen in any order, but then we go into initiative order after that. Okay. So that makes that's, sense? Yep. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, Casting a spell will use the action. Like, you can do bonus action, all that. You get a full round, but... I know that, but I'm trying to think of, like... I'm trying to give... I'm trying to, like, maximize everyone's usage of... The surprise round because we only get one of these. So I, I would awfully hate it if Skull's entire contribution is like, alright, off you go, you can fly now, happy thoughts, and like that's, that's what he gets the surprise round. It's a motivational pat on the back. Any free action before combat starts is good. I mean, it's also enabling attacks, so it's, it's less of a motivational pat on the back, and it's more creating an opportunity that wouldn't be available to one of the fighters. Yeah. Uh, right, but I was hoping like there would be like a, maybe I'm not aware of a bonus action thing that they'd be able to use to either set something up or whatnot, but I'm thinking too deep into it, actually. So, who's casting the fly? I can, okay, but, so, need to know but, me to do but you're, you're, you're low on initiative round, aren't you? This is before. Okay, well, the surprise okay. 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 No, yeah, that's fine. So he's casting fly on the two uh, two martial artists. The martial artists are doing what martial artists do. With 60 feet of fly speed. How, how, exactly how far away is the Atropel, actually? It looks... Is it about 50, 60, 30 something number? It is from where you guys are. You guys are all crowded on the staircase right now. Yeah. So I will say from most of you, it's, it's about 55, 60 feet away. Okay, cool. So with the fly speed, you can reach whatever you want to reach. 
good to know. Um, okay, so I, I have two options here. I can either blast the thing with a magic missile, or I can bless everybody. Bless impacts every one of my attack actions, right? Yeah, as long as I maintain the concentration. Attack rolls and ability chips. So that's... Or no. Saving throw. Attack rolls and saving throws, my bad. Yeah. yeah. So that impacts, presuming all of us have uh, extra attack, that adds a bonus at least ten times per round? Yeah. I think bless. Yeah. I mean, cleric's gonna cleric. And there are... Yeah. There's six of us, including dragon bait, right? Yes. Yeah. Which, quick point of order for me, is dragon bait getting a fly? He should be. I thought we were doing two... Yeah, I thought we were doing the monk and... Uh, well, I thought the monk was just well, gonna, yeah. like, sprint across the struts. Oh! So... Oh, one of us has the cape, right? Mm-hmm. Because if one of us has the... Oh, yeah, the cape uh, and mount back. Yeah, so they cape... So one of us has the cape mount back. They mount back their way up there. So that's one person dealt with. So I think we still have two slots for flying. True. You want to give the cape to Dragon Bait? No, I said we keep the cape. Maybe... I say maybe we keep Puff, him Puffs, you should take the cape... As long as I don't have to give up my bonus action. Oh, I think I think dimension dimension door is a bonus action, so maybe. No, it's not. Is using, it not? U- using the cape is an action. Oh, it's an action. Okay. Well, that then that would just be your surprise round. Yeah, I, I kind of want to be able to hit it a lot. Yeah. In the surprise yeah. round. Maybe we do want to give. Maybe we do want to give. Um, dragon bait the the cape of mountain back for now. Bait the cape. Cape. Okay. Okay, so he takes the cape. The thumbs up. He... Okay, cool. Good dragon boy. Good dragon boy. Is that, uh, is that everyone knowing what their, their job is for the first round? Uh, except for the vanilla warlock. My voice. Flames flicker. Harmless trolls. Okay, forget it. I'm going to spire walk around the wall. I'm going to hex the Atropala and I'm going to hit it with E-Blast. Until uh, I die or he dies, whichever comes first. Fair enough. Okay, so, bam. Surprise round. Start. Alright. Fly on the fighters. Bless on everyone. So that's you two. Everybody else, tell me what you're doing. Uh, Hitto, we'll start with you. Okay. Uh, since the cape got taken from me, I was one of the recipients of Fly, right? Yes, you can reach anything you would like in the room. Alright. Unless you're trying to get to like, the balcony or the back of the room. But the Atropol, the tentacles, the struts, the soulmonger, everything's in range. That's fair. Am I still hitting the soulmonger or am I going to go for the Atropol? Uh, I think we agreed to break the bottle. Okay. You're okay. breaking the bottle, I'm breaking the baby. Alright. Yeah, I'm gonna help break the baby. You just focus on the bottle. Gonna fly right up to the bottle and just spend my entire everything. Okay. So, I mean, it's a surprise round. The bottle is not surprised. Fair <laughs> enough. So, just roll your attacks. You right. are blessed. So, a d4 on every attack roll. Oh, on every single one? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Clerks are amazing. Yeah. <laughs> I'll, I'll use it uh, on things right. that miss. So, um, alright, so that hits. Okay, and okay. ignore everything except the damage because it's not a creature. So, first hit does 16 damage. Okay, uh, some cracks appear in it. Cool. Second I... hit is a critical miss. Nothing you can do. Yeah. You can't, because it's a miss. Yep. I'm sorry. That's fine. <laughs> uh, it hurts me. Then, that one with an 11 is amazing, though. Then, yeah. 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 Right? Uh, then, action surge to get two more attacks. Let's keep going. 26. Yep. So that's... Oh, I see. So 13 plus 9 is 22. 
Or 16 plus 22 is 38. Okay. Okay. One more. More cracks showing. That hits. 11, 4, so another 15. So we were at 38. All right. So that's plus 15 is 53. 53. Okay. Okay. And then I got one more thing I can do. Gonna gonna back back uh, up, like literally straight upwards with fly, and expend my last superiority dice to do quick toss with with the throwing axe. Okay. Well, actually, yeah. Go ahead. Okay. Throwing axe. Let's see. That hits. That just hits. So, ten damage. Yeah, plus another ten. So twenty more that, damage. Damn. All right. So it's twenty more. So that's seventy-three. 73. Okay. With a hand axe. That's so cool. <laughs> <laughs> that is, yeah, that's a boss fucking thing. Okay. Uh, oh, and Fury is small on any one of those, so another 10. Sure, so just add another 10. Yep. So 83 damage total? Shit. Yep. <laughs> okay, you have done some serious damage to the Soulmonger. It is still intact. Okay. Okay, that's 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 all I got. That's all five superiority dice. It's my action surge. I'm pretty much spent except for regular attacks now, but... Okay. Regular attacks are great. Yeah. But it looked cool. Um, I, <laughs> I will, will say, <laughs> for the sake of it, you are... Nah, I can't even justify it. Your your axe is in the lava. So it's... That's that's <laughs> fine. Uh, if you notice... Oh, it's not launched in the glass. No, it's fine. Uh, if you notice, I spent some money and I have ten of them. <laughs> okay, that's fine. I just... For you to keep track. Yeah, awesome. You're down a hand axe. It does not exist. Uh, okay. So that was you. Um, who else? Huffs, you're doing what? Alright, so I'm going to fly over to it, use Hexblade's Curse, and swing at it twice with Lightbringer, and then I'm going to do key to beat the crap out of it afterwards. So, here's the first attack with Lightbringer, 25 versus AC. AC is 7. Against the, I guess the 7 AC atropole? Yeah, it is. <laughs> Alright, for 20 radiant slashing damage. Okay. Uh, let's see. Second one is a 12. You roll. Oh, it's, so yeah. it, you watch it take, oh, go ahead. Alright, so 20, 18. 18, and then I have my, um, my monk's unarmed strikes yeah. to do with them. So, 18 yep. for 9, and 15 for four, or for five. Okay, so it takes 14 bludgeoning, and what's that, 38? 76 radiant. It is vulnerable to radiant damage. Oh, that's mm-hmm. good to know. Hee <laughs> hee. So that's 78 plus 14 is 88, 92 damage. So what happens when you load up a monk? <laughs> it is shrieking at this point. Surprise! Why did it? Surprise, motherfucker. Well, <laughs> none of them were crits. All of them hit. I crit on 19s now because of the uh, mark. Just for future reference, if it shows up weird. Cool. Okay, that's me. Um, Alright, who's left? Uh, I am left. At least I am left. I don't know who else is. Well, it's you and Dragon Bait, but I'll do Dragon Bait after you're done. Okay. So, what I'm going to do is right now I'm 60 feet. E-Blast only has a range of 30. So I want to try Eldritch Blast? Did you say E-Blast with a range of 30? Yeah, because it's not Eldritch Lance. Because he doesn't yeah. have that invocation. 
I, oh. uh, and, and I took um, agonizing. I took agonizing bless instead. So Eldritch Blast has a range of 120. Oh, yeah, it's 120. Hex has a range of 30. I, I think I was looking at the wrong Eldritch when I was trying to look at the spells. Hex has a range of 90. Yeah, oh. you're good. Yeah, yeah. Every, everything's in range for you. You do you. Oh, that makes Lance 240. Jeez. Lance, I think, goes to 300. Lance why is 300. Would, why would you ever need that much range? There is a map in Curse of Straw that requires that much range. Fair enough. <laughs> I'm snipe him. Okay, so <laughs> what I will do is I'm going to cast Hex on the Atropol. Sure. Uh, just for giggles, which which score? If it's not saves, then uh, a constitution. Okay, and so constitution then, checks. Gotcha. Yeah. yeah, constitution checks works. And then, am I blessed? I can't remember. Yep, you are. blessed. Okay, everyone's blessed. So I get a plus four to the roll. I'm just going to be blessed it like a good warlock. Oh yeah. And oh, that hits. This is it does crazy. still hit. Yeah. <laughs> all right. So they're all at a t- advantage too because surprise round. Oh. Don't forget. Check well, for crit. Yeah. No, check it for crit. Uh, second roll is 19. Okay, it, it just definitely hits. Yeah. So it hits. All right, and with two beams, because it's at least at fifth level, 18. Okay, uh, the Atropol takes 18 more damage. And yeah. that's Hex, that's, that's Hex, that's, and then I'm gonna, so I'm gonna spider climb backwards up the wall to see if I can see anything on the balconies that can help us. Can I see anything on the balconies 30 feet up a wall, looking outward? You do see on each balcony, there are just Scattered all around, you see glass jars, and you're not sure what they are. Glass jars. So... I'll just let the party know that I see a bunch of glass jars on the balcony. Let me let me go ahead and read the description. Sure. Uh, two facing balconies halfway along the room are littered by ornate glass bottles, fluted silver urns, ivory caskets, and other vessels, all of them inscribed with baleful sigils. That's what you see. Oh, that's uh, a loot area. Probably old... Soldiers or something, or the know. old adventurer loot could be the old adventurer loot. Because why would you need soldiers when you have the soulmonger? Yeah, Maybe if you're not prototypes. sure, baleful means you, you don't know harm or menacing. You don't know what it is. That's yeah. what you see. That, no, that is indeed what I see. Uh, yeah, that's my turn. Okay, dragon bait is going to because he can't reach the Atropol without spending an action to dash. Uh, he is going to instead run up one of the struts and unleash on the soulmonger itself. Get it, boy. Dang. So he gets to make two attacks. Uh, that's going to hit, and that's going to hit. So he gets... What does his hit smell like? Uh, his hits, <laughs> uh, they smell like Holy Avenger. I love that essence. I love exactly. <laughs> I love that it's fully adventure. Amen. I will grab that for my apothecary next time. My name is Dragonsman. Killed my father. Prepared to die. <laughs> this is the soul monger with six fingers. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> oh my All god. Right. So he deals. Ass ton of day. Well, his second attack is absolute garbage, but. So he does a good chunk of damage to the Soulmonger. There are cracks running through the length of it now. It is still standing. We are now in regular initiative order. Yep. Atropol is no longer surprised. The tentacles on top of the 
Soulmonger are no longer surprised. Puff, you're up. Hell yeah. All right. I'm going to keep smacking at it. All right. 21 versus AC will hit for 19. Yeah. Uh, yeah. 22 with 17. I lose another key. What, 36 before the radiant bonus? So that's 72 at this point. And then I will... Where is my unarmed strikes? There they are. Unarmed strike. Yep. Four, eight more. And... Yep. Six more. 86 damage to the Atropole on your turn. Jesus. And I'm just going to point the Lightbringer at it as it glows and kind of like put it under my chin, like hit me here. The Atropole looks real bad right now. You have just blasted the shit out of this thing. That is, is this big guy going to run away from me too? <laughs> <laughs> That's your turn. Yes. Zynum, what are you doing? Do I see what tentacle is reaching into the Soulmonger? Well, so the tentacles are not reaching in. The tentacles, there are four of them on top of the Soulmonger that defend it. The Atropol has its umbilical cord attached to a nozzle at the top. Okay, so I almost want to try to hit the umbilical cord, but I feel like that's asking for a bit. It seems like the soul, the soul thingy is fit to crack, but so does the Atropol, so... Right, exactly, so... So no bad targets except for the tentacles, it seems. Yeah, no bad targets except for the tentacles. Um, well, at this we'll see point, how the tentacles I, do. At this point, should I just go for killing blows at this point instead of trying to, like, surgically cut the umbilical cord? You do you. All right. You force it. Yep. I'll e-blast the atropole. I believe in you, 23. buddy. There good. we go. That's Now that's damage. And now this is pod racing. <laughs> 17 damage. Okay. It's still up. Uh, it's Real not dead. Real change it. Um, I know at least one of y'all is doing math and sees where this thing is at. But anyway, keep going. Um, I told you to assume I'm, 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 I can't do math. I teach English. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I do too. Unfortunately, but I do teach statistics. But I'm, I'm not. I wasn't keeping track of it. It's probably it's below half, definitely. Oh yeah, okay, yeah like forty. Yeah, we we did we did crap. I haven't done that. I thought it, but oh, um, but how far? Like okay, so I want to move from the wall in the back to what along one of the diagonal walls alongside if i i'm not gonna have enough darn it if i fall how much speed would that take if i fall from well actually no i'm gonna be taking full damage darn it what are you trying to do lava no because what i was going to do is i was going to drop down the wall i'm at which is the back wall i was going to run along the floor and then with the least possible exposure to lava jump and then spider-man grip the diagonal wall that is holding up the balcony and then eventually try to make way up to the balcony um mm-hmm. you would not have enough movement from where you're at right now if i understand correctly that, I, I knew i didn't have enough speed to do all of that so i was trying to figure out how much speed i would lose if i just release my suction cup grip yeah that's I would... like at that point it's just like it's like so we'll, we'll, we can do a high stakes uh, acrobatics check if you would like to. No, my strength's way too low for an acrobatics check. Um, okay, so then what I'll do then is I will... I will. Yeah, I'm just going to prepare for my next action. I'm going to climb back down the wall in a diagonal fashion to get me as close to... Uh, to get me as close to a diagonal wall as possible, and considering how vague I was, I'll let you, I'll let you 
dictate how far away I am from the wall after my movement of 30 feet. Alright, I would say with 30 feet you get about halfway there. Okay, that's fine. I, I'll, I'll accept that. As long as I'm still in range of the actual ball, that's all I care about. Well, with your Eldritch Blast, anywhere in this room is in range. <laughs> this is not... This is not from, a big room. From corner mm -hmm. to corner, you might be getting to 120 feet. Okay, but, never mind. Then we're, then we're good then. Yeah. Then I'll just be taking my turns trying to get to the balcony while hitting the actual ball. Uh, that's sure. it for me. Uh, Hito, you are up. Alright, let's just take more cracks at this uh, Soulmonger. Alright, let's see him. Fly back down on top of it. Smack That's, it with an axe again. Yep. Alright, so you do 13. Hang tight, because the tentacles are now aware. They are not surprised. And they are going to reach up and react to you attacking. Abra, right. abracadabra. They reach up and grab you. <laughs> <laughs> yep. So, does a 24 hit you? Just barely. Okay. You take... Thirty-eight bludgeoning damage. All right. As one of the tentacles uses its reaction to slam into you. How? So only one. Only one of them. Yeah, only one of them. All right. Still got your other attack. I do still have my other attack. And actually, I just remembered because one of those. Wait, hold on. That's it. When I hit. Yeah, since one of those attacks missed last turn, I do still have one more superiority die. So one more attack with the short axe. Twenty-seven hits. Yeah. Dealing with... 13 damage. Okay. So Soulmonger takes it. And you do get attacked by another tentacle. Does a 25 hit you? It would. I'm going to use my reaction to do defensive duelist. Okay. Um, so for this attack in particular, my AC is 26. Cool. So that That's... misses you. All right. Is there anything else you're doing? Nope. That's it. Okay. Uh, Coach, you are up. Okay, so I can fire a couple catapults or fire a couple firebolts. Either choice. Great. And then what do you want me to hit, to try to hit? Whatever you think. It's up to you. I will say both the Atropole and the Soulmonger look like they're about to break, so take your choice. Mm -hmm. Let's destroy both, just to be sure. I'll just kill both. Send a catapult mm -hmm. at either. Okay, so how does that work? What is, like, the spell catapult? Yeah. Yeah, you, you launch something towards it. Okay. And it has to make a dexterity saving throw? Yeah, okay. Alright, so... Can what you object... launch mystery vials? <laughs> what object <laughs> are you launching, just for... Uh, I'm launching two random stones that I happen to find. Okay, cool. The Atropol uh, does not, with a negative one, make his dex save. And the stationary object also does not make its dex save. So roll your damage. Uh, 16 to the Atropole, 18 to the other thing. Okay. They both take zero damage. Is that because it was rude? It's because it was rude. <laughs> the While it was magic that launched the item, the item itself was not magical. Uh, oh, that makes sense. Okay. Alright, is that it for you? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, because they've been hit by not magical items. So, it is now the Atropole's turn. Ah, it's going before me. I'm. That's so embarrassing. Oh, feel better. Hopefully, it's going after me. I taunt it. Yeah. It's going to start off with a massive. It just starts to scream. 
I need everybody to make a constitution saving throw. Everyone has a d4 to that. Yep. So, oh, in order, let me, let me just go in order. Coach, what is your con save? 21. Okay, mm -hmm. you pass. Uh, Hitto, con save. 25. Okay, you pass. Puffs, con save. One second. Uh, 12, and if that doesn't succeed, then I can throw my talisman, which I'm going to just... Uh, well, that does not succeed, so go ahead. So, 14. Okay, did you add your d4 to that? Yeah, unfortunately. Uh, that is a fail. You gain a level of exhaustion. Ooh. Let me go look up those rolls. You just said, for the first one, it's just disadvantage on ability checks. Yeah. Uh, Ralph, con save. 16. That's a fail. Uh, uh, God damn take it. a con save. Or take an uh, exhaustion level. Okay. Zidum. Where do I put those? Oh, dear God. Seven. Yeah, I need that seven. exhaustion level. And yeah. if it makes you feel better, Dragon Bait also rolled in that one. So he also has an exhaustion level. I might as well have used my magic missile. <laughs> my brain isn't doing shit. Um, oh, there it is. Has that affected him so far? To the uh, soulmonger? What? The bless. Well, bless. No, no, that was just a. It, it, hits, it, helps, it helps hit the soulmonger. The baby yeah. doesn't need any help hitting it, really. Okay, so with that done, it is going to. Who is nearby? I'm in its face. It's going to attack you. Yep. Does a... Jesus. Ah. Jesus, Jesus doesn't hit you. me. <laughs> <laughs> For me, no, he's a pacifist, uh, pacifist. Or actually, no, I don't roll. You roll. That actually is good for you. Jesus hit like a truck. <laughs> uh, it reaches out towards you. Make a constitution saving throw. All right. 20. And if I need to, I can add stuff to it. All right. So you take... I'm going to roll it so everybody can see it. 9,000 damage. We don't need to know how many dice. Yeah. Just give us a number. <laughs> I, I kind of want to know how I am. Okay, so you take 23 points of necrotic damage as it saps the energy from you and heals by that much. Alright. Um, no. So it's a duel. Uh, at the same time, you see it absorb 46 health points from the Soulmonger. For a total... Of 69. Does that nice. make Soulmonger? Yeah. <laughs> it does not damage the Soulmonger, but he does consume a soul within it. Wow. Oh, I should have ate that soul. Soul food. With with what astral straw are you going to be sucking down souls with? Is it, it has to be paper. Make sure it's a paper straw. Look after a the paper planet. straw that came in plastic wrap. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, uh, that is it for the... Uh, Atropole. Yeah. The tentacles. Actually, no. The tentacles do nothing. Oh. Tentacles are on defense. Yes. They defense. react. As written, they they react to attacks on the soul longer. Right. Okay. So, uh, next up, Ralph, you're <gasps> me taking up the rear. So. No, dragon no. bait is actually last. Oh. Good for good for me. Uh, <laughs> a little birdie told me that this thing is vulnerable to radiant damage, so screaming certainly didn't tell you that. You had to hear mm -hmm. that. You had to hear that third party. Well, uh, I am going to just point at it and go, go a fifth level guiding bolt. 
Let's see it. Go, go, gadget guiding bolt. So, yep, that's a 16 to hit. Uh, for sure. Um, and then that is going to be 8d6 radiant plus yeah. an extra d8 because of my blessed strikes. Okay. So 9d6. Oh um, so that is going to be uh, 36 points of radiant damage. Okay. So that's 72 points. Um, it does. Ground. <laughs> it does take it. Yep. It is glowing and burning and screaming. It's not dead yet. But you think I, you un- I, you think you I, undid pretty much all the healing it just did. That was the plan. Um, and I'm pretty sure that's really all I can do because that was my main action. Yeah, I'm just gonna keep a safe distance from the tentacles. Okay, dragon bait. Well, actually, no. After you act. The Atropole is going to use its legendary actions. It is going to use... It will scream again. I need everybody to make a... Do I know if the scream is magical? Uh, I mean, I would say yes. Alright, I'm going to try to cast Counterspell. Oh, no, no, not like that. It is not that kind of... Magical effect and a spell are two different things. Yeah. Okay, it's a magical effect. Got it. Yeah. Like, it is... This is definitely an otherworldly magical scream. It's not a spell. Oh, okay. Um, all right, I need everybody to make a constitution saving throw for me. In uh, order... Those who are exhausted, do we roll a disadvantage? That's ability checks, not saving throws. God, it's double checks. It's good. Coach. Remember your D4. Uh, say wisdom again? Yeah. Con save. Oh, sorry. Uh, all right, good, because that was a terrible roll. <laughs> oh, no, it's uh, 23. Yeah, pass. Hitto. Uh, 13. Fucking kidding me. 16. That is a fail. Take a level of exhaustion. Alright. Puffs. Uh, 25. That's a pass. Ralph. Uh, I only rolled a 12. Alright, that's a fail. Take a exhaustion level. Zynum. That's only half. 21. Alright, you pass. Yeah. Okay. Uh, oh, and Dragon Bait. Hang on. Uh, Dragon Bait takes a second exhaustion level. Ooh. All right. so the second exhaustion level is your speed is halved. Okay. There you go. Thank oh, you, Puffs. Cool. Yeah, it's the next one that's going to be problems. Uh, yeah. But Dragon Bait is up. He's on the Soulmonger. So, I mean, this is what he's here for. Uh, he can't get into melee with the Atropol because he's not flying. So he's just going to keep wailing on this. That's a hit, and that's pretty close. Let me check. He has a d4. Okay, well, with a d4, even if he rolls a one, that hits. Mm-hmm. So you're blessed did something. Well done. Woohoo! And Hooray! Value. Yes. <laughs> oh wow! All right. So he does ten slashing and twenty-two radiant to this thing, followed by another. You watch as the Soulmonger shatters under yeah. Dragon's second attack. He does get a tentacle, uh, tries to hit him and fails, and the second attack, as the second the Soulmonger shatters, the souls scatter, and the tentacles just shrivel up and die immediately. Ooh. All Dragon right. Bait, for us. Dragon Bait has oh, to make dear. a dex save, which he fails. He has a d4. Uh, that is a four, which is just enough. Dragon Yay. bait 
Man, Man these just... random D4s coming into play. Yeah. I'm doing really so... well saving this NPC, guys. <laughs> so, yeah, that was me. <laughs> he had rolled a six for a deck save with the four as a ten, which is what he needed to catch a strut to not fall into the lava. Oh, thank God. Good for him. So, the Soulmonger is destroyed. The Atropol is screaming in pain because his food supply, its food supply is cut off. Top of the round, Puff, is, it's not going to make it past this round, but let's see it. I feel like you jinxed me with that. I mean, <laughs> if you, if you <laughs> managed to miss... We will certainly die this round. <laughs> right, here we go, 24. Yep. For 22. How would you like to kill it? Uh, with the double nat 20 I rolled for the next attack. Jesus. <laughs> Go ahead. Alright. So, uh, it's reached out and grabbed me with whatever it did to steal my, you know, my health. And I'm going to grab that back from it and kind of just pull it towards me as I put Lightbringer all the way through it. And it's a mace. Ooh. So that doesn't happen very nicely. Nice. And it just, it's it scatters across the room and just sort of fizzles out of existence as it's scattering across the room from your strike. Hey, I gain help. <laughs> and in the same instant you do that killing stroke, all of you see a magical doorway appear in one of the balconies and a lich steps through in a rush and sees you dealing the killing blow to the atropol and he screams, What have you done? Or you feel yourselves um all of your all of your trickster gods get very very excited to say there he is he's the one that killed us kill him and you feel yourself snapped back out of the vision oh you have cleared the second dungeon sweet and just just sort of just time, sl slumps on the table that was so scary i thought i was gonna die Umbro rocks back and tumbles out of his chair, or out of its chair and lands on the ground and just, like, sprawled out five-star, exhausted. Yeah, um... Akrima will just slump in his chair as as far down the chair as he can go. He's gonna slump. Where's my mom? I need an adult. And Aranen sort of pets the You were just an adult! Aranen sort of pets the cauldron and says, so, you know, I was just kidding about being able to make another one of you. <laughs> uh, I bet you at the next uh, so at the next leap and I have a completely different steel defender because oh that's just what happens I can't I mean, believe in the future I turn team Jacob oh my god <laughs> you see Madam Ava sitting there with her hand on the third card she asks are you ready to see your last adventure Okay, you listen to Bard Rock Cafe, get on to sassygamers.com and listen to more episodes. And become a patron. I'll read your cards. Do it. Patreon.com slash Bard Rock Cafe. Till next time.